Hey now, everybody. Hi! What's up? We're back uh, with another Rad Years podcast on our regular night, uh, Wednesday, beautiful Wednesday. Um, uh, the whole, I, ha- I have, uh, and Enchantress has gone into a different time zone, and a friend of ours, Mark, has come from so a different time zone. So I've got, uh, uh, my world's in upheaval. Not really. So I'll say good luck to Enchantress. She's bowling. She made nationals. Nice. <laughs> there's a, I don't know what that means, but there's a joke in uh, Community that when they do this Glee Club episode. <laughs> like, we're trying to make nationals. <laughs> like, we can make nationals. That kind of the joke. So she's at nationals in Reno, Nevada. So I'm hoping she doesn't have to go against Ernie McCracken. But Oof. Yeah, that was in Reno, too. I told her all I want her to do is take a picture from the world's largest potato fixins bar. <laughs> Wait, that's a thing? It was in uh, Kingpin. Oh, what? They were in I Reno at the end for Nationals. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen Kingpin. In... That's Ernie McCracken. Well, yeah, but I I thought the you got me excited with the potato bar. I was about to pull the plug early. <laughs> the yeah, they all eat at the world's largest potato bar. When they make the nationals in Reno, is it a real thing? Perhaps I don't. Or is it just think so? You never know. She told me there's a circus circus there. I'm like, what? I thought there was only one circus circus in Vegas. But yeah, she's in the little bit, littlest big city in the world. I think it's called right, Reno. Uh, yes. Oh damn, fiexins. Uh, hold on. Is the potato bar in Kingpin real? Um, I, go, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I would have seen already. I just see World the Silver Legacy. Potato. Yes, maybe that's where she's staying. The Silver Legacy is the talk of the strip with our twenty-two topping potato bar. Fuck! It's a real thing. Hang on, I'm on their website now. Rooms, airfare. She's Let's staying see. at the Silver Legacy. Wow, that place is... It looks like fucking Oz. Oh, that's just John Popper saying that. Oh. So she's staying at the Silver Legacy. That's where they... Holy shit, I didn't realize she's staying at the Silver Legacy. That's where they were for um, Kingpin. She's yeah. living Kingpin in real life, everybody. Wow. 22 topping... Potato bar. All them fixins. Man, I'd put... How many fixins would you put on your potato squeeze? Would you get all 22? Uh, no, I, w- I would uh, do two. Uh, a little bit of salt and some butter. You, what the kind of I, fucking monster I, are you? Oh I'm my a minimalist. God. A fully loaded, please. All them fixins. <laughs> I want... Every cheese they have on it, B- butter, mm. salt, bacon, bacon bits. <laughs> did, it, did they have sour the rings from the bacon? I can just drizzle bacon fat on my potato. I would hope that's one of the 22 topics. Sour cream, chives, broccoli, 
all them fixings. I want to know what all twenty two are. I want to put all twenty two. Oh my god! I when you when you go, are you on their website? No, I'm not. Oh, is it but there? You go, well, it, the first image that pops up when you go to on restaurants, it's just a giant baked potato loaded with shit. Oh no! I want to know what the twenty two toppings are. How are them fixings? Silver I'm Legacy. On... Is there is you twenty two fixins? It might not be a thing anymore. Out of them fixins. Are are we are we just are you just reading stuff off a of fan of like a no that key for the movie or no I'm just that's 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 a I uh I'm just loading loading fixins. I'm talking the whole fixins things from season four of uh, Eastbound and Down. I I get but I'm I'm I'm. Very much interested in this. So. Yeah, I want to know what the twenty-two fix. Because what do you even care? You're only putting butter and salt on you, fucking monster. You fucking I, like you said. With like candy, I'm gonna put you I, in a I padded like, room. I like the idea of it. Uh, I, I want all them twenty-two fixins. I guess it doesn't. It does. I was just on this page because she told me that her mom and like the other bowlers went to the circus circus food court. And I'm like, what was at the food court? She's like, I, honey, I don't know. I'm like, well, I have to know what was at the food court. Hang on, so I'm, was, I'm there right now. Yes, I know. I looked it up. I already. Th- I was just on the same website about an hour ago, not realizing the Silver Legacy was the name of the hotel there at, at the Potato Fixins Bar from Kingpin. <laughs> food court. Mm. Oh damn, Fixins. So, um. Silver. It's not a thing, Squeezer. No, it's not a thing. What twenty-two fixins would you want uh, at a bar? I want, I want shredded cheese, melted cheese, and maybe like let's say like three varieties, like a pepper jack, a cheddar, and a shredded like Parmesan and Romano. Okay. And then I want a a melted cheese whiz, like at least some, some sort of melted cheese sauce. So that's four fixins. Mm-hmm. Sour cream, five. Butter, six. Sour, uh, uh, bacon and bacon bits. That's seven and eight. Because bacon and bacon bits are two different things. You got them bacon strips and the bacon bits. Mm-hmm. So that we're at eight fixins. Uh, broccoli. Um, probably, let's say, two types of cream cheese. Like a regular cream cheese and a cream cheese with chives. So that's 10 fixins. A chill, oh, chili. You got to get them chili. Maybe like a brisket. Oh, Oni- onion. Yeah, you beat me too. Hang on. I'm, I'm, right, I'm writing this down. Onion hang tanglers. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang on. You're, yeah. We're at 13. Probably like a barbecue chicken. Like a whole chicken. No, like a shredded barbecue chicken and a shredded barbecue pork. That's 15. Man, this is easier than I thought. And probably some sort of barbecued turkey on there because you got to have all the animals. <laughs> That's 16. Can't get some venison? Um, No, probably like not just onion tanglers, but probably like a fried onion and fried peppers. But they got to be the same. On- they have to fly the onion tanglers in from... Uh- 
Wurtz's? Wurtz's, yeah. yeah. Um, so onion tanglers, fried onions, so that's 17. Fried peppers. Uh, onion onion eight, rings. 18. Onion rings, 19. Like full-size onion rings, 19. Probably french fries, 20. You put french fries on your baked potato. Hang on. I, I just I got my... We need two more fiexins. What, what else would you want to see? I don't call. I don't count salt as a vixen. Oh, that, okay. Well, what if it's like, like literally, uh, like a pound of salt? It doesn't matter. It's okay. That's still an accoutrement on the side. Like all, like salt and pepper, and maybe like some spices on the side. That spices aren't a vixen. That's not a topping. Are you keeping track of this? Yeah, we're up to. We got it. Two more. We got. We're at twenty. I think. Okay, because I have the the big grand poobah at the end. Maybe two types of chili: chili with beans and oh. chili without beans. So that we need one more fixin'. Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks. Oh, cheese curds too. Fried cheese, cheese curds. Oh, cheese curds. All right. Well, all right. What something's got? Pro- probably half the fixin' bars different types you, of cheese. Um, you know what? The uh, chives. Have to go. Sorry, it's too close to. It. It's a vegetable. It has to, <laughs> well, there's broccoli. The there's broccoli in no, there. The broccoli's going too. <laughs> the mozzarella sticks <clears throat> and the cheese curds. Oh, them fixins. Because there's got to be oh. regular cheese curds and fried, deep fried oh. cheese curds. And and mac and cheese. Oh, mac and cheese. Yes, that's another yes. good fixin. Because think about it, like that was like my go-to before they even made it a thing at Wawa. I would get a mac and cheese and a mashed potato and mix it together and make a mushed up pierogi. <laughs> then they did it. I'm like, yeah, you well, guys stole my. They also do the pierogi quesadilla. I have not had that yet. So they they take the quesadilla tortilla, and they fold it in half, and inside they put mashed potatoes, and you could have the option to have fried onions and uh, cheddar cheese, and then they melt that shit down, and that's a pierogi quesadilla. Mancha uh, mm. is a big fan. That sounds good. I I like the uh, jalapeno popper one. That's really good. That's real good. Oh, damn. Fixins. Oh, jalapenos. Shit. Both. Oh, yeah. Jal- jal- jalapenos has to be on that. Yeah, that. Like raw. raw, Like raw fried, and pickled. Raw, oh, pickles, pickles too. Fried. There's got to be. And, and deep, oh, deep fried pickles. Yeah. We're missing. There's... Deep fried pickle. The, I, I the think medallions th- that was like 1995-ish. I think now in 2023. We could get up to 44 fixins on that potato. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, literally, we're listing entrees now um, to put on top of it. <laughs> yes. Um, and th- these taters have to be the size of fucking bowling balls, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Idaho. That's a baker right there. That's what yeah. they call a good big potato baker. Oh, That's a good baker. I, I just I want to see what this disaster looks like. <laughs> what the toilet after you eat your <laughs> your, your fucking tater with all them fixins? <laughs> how many forms of fried cheese? Fried everything. How many forms fried of fried everything? Of, how many forms of cheese and fried things can you fit on your your tater? Oh, we got to get we got to have and uh, barbecued meat. Some of that uh, that candied bacon. Candied. Bacon bits, bacon strips, man, and a little toothpick with a little uh, plastic frilly thing on top. 
Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. ambiance. Yeah, gotta have. The you think they have like a breakfast version too, where there's like, like uh, sausage gravy, sausage oh, eggs, my. maple syrup, <laughs> shit on a shingle. Oh yeah, and and that and it's not just to eat; it's to put on your. It's it's yeah. fiexins for your tater, <laughs> your breakfast like, what, tater. What, what would you like on your breakfast potato? Uh, can I get the can I just get gravy? Can I just get sausage, eggs, and uh, cheese? Just not on a tater? No, sir. It has to be eaten no. on a tater. Uh, what what would you like on the potato on the tater first? Uh, the sausage and gravy or the cream chip beef? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you can't you can't not have one could, or the could other. Could you, you take a ladle of each? And slowly drizzle them in, like you know those uh those bottles of drain cleaner that have two reservoirs, and as you pour it, they blend together to create some sort of toxic chemical to clean your drain. I'm imagining that poured onto your your tater. Well, if you think about it, it's like once it goes inside you, it, it's like it's like an epoxy resin. It right. just mixes, and it just becomes a solid mass in your gut that you didn't have. Right, to you need that Drano to get that out. Normally, I'd say never drink Drano, kids. But in this situation, no, don't ever. No, yeah, we know someone that did it. It's not, <laughs> it's not pretty. Uh, no, just uh, some Metamucil is all you need. Yeah, that fiber to get things going. Oh shit! Oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, we got very derailed there on uh, Enchantress's bowling trip, and she she start doesn't start oh, bowling. Talking, yes, bowling trip. She doesn't start bowling till nine thirty tonight which is 12:30 our time. So she's still an hour and a half away from starting to bowl. Well, that's like prime time. I mean, that's yeah. Oh, she covert nerd, this. what up? Your podcast. Up? Those guys are like professional. Quality. Everyone's not co- rambling about potato quality. bars that don't exist. I know. Let's start a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Potato Bar sh- podcast. <laughs> We just talk about possible fixings in potato bars for the full let's show. Let's just don't put up a potato bar restaurant. I think yeah, we're well, on to something well, here. That's what in season four of Eastbound and Down, Kenny Powers opens up Kenny Powers Potato Restaurant where they have a little micro. It's a kiosk in a mall. They have a little microwave and they microwave potatoes and they got all them fixings. I think a mall kiosk would be perfect for the rad years yeah. to branch out. We can, we can like attack people as they're walking by sir 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 you want yeah, a potato we'll, we'll just get a, a foreigner where you can't really pinpoint where they're from you just know they're foreigner to uh um oh i forgot i'm just not squeezer remember when there was squeezer and not uh, there was squeezer yeah. and not i don't know his name but not squeezer <laughs> just call me potato bar rk i want i want to be I'm all in on the PBRK, potato, not peanut butter, potato bar. Oh, peanut butter. Oh, that's a good fiexin. That's it. That's the dessert potato bar. Oh, the dessert you potato bar. You want your dessert bar. potato bar. You got your oh. hot fudge, your strawberry oh, you, preserves. No, you should do You divide it up. Like, you know how, like, the grocery store. I'm sorry, sir. Would you like hot face. fudge or caramel on your tater? <laughs> Yes. Um, do you have ice cream? No, sir. It's <laughs> a fucking potato bar. An Not an ice cream, cream shop. But an ice cream potato bar. <laughs> just pouring yeah, you could, cold we, ice cream on yes, hot potato. We have ice cream. You could get it on your tater. <laughs> but, like, they have. there's the Mexican potato bar. So if you want, like, refried beans on it, you can go and get, like, uh, like the Asian plate. You can get, like, uh, uh, lo mein Fried rice, on your, your, your on, fried rice on your potato. Can I just get a side of fried rice uh, on your tater? No, no, just in general. 
No, these are our fiexins. They could go on your tater and then in your mouth via your tater. That's it. Would, would you like fried rice on it? No, I'm carb conscious. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. What are you doing on a tater bar then, son? The least keto place you can Come on. Anyway, Mark, um, who you may know, uh, I've talked to him before. He uh, is a brilliant writer of Asylum Pictures. He just recently directed, uh, I think it was, what was it called? Ape versus Mecha Ape. Yeah, Ape versus Mecha Ape for uh, for Asylum. Um, if you like B horror movies, man, these are fucking gold. And he he was in town, and we he, I got home, and we're like, let's get dinner. And um, he's like, he doesn't want to go anywhere that you can't you can't you can get in L.A. So we're not going out back steakhouse squeezer. So he's like, oh. maybe Yakos, and I'm like, or you know, Primos, and he's like, oh shit, Primos. Yeah. He's like, I'm thinking we got to go to Primos. We went to Primo Hoagies. We each got a hoagie, and he's oh god. I mean, I know how good they are. I live for them, but he's this man is in Los Angeles, and I don't even think they know what a, a hoagie is out there, let alone what a good hoagie is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were eating good tonight. For, for primo hoagies, as they say in the Delco. Are you going to have a hoagie at the Wawa? Do you suppose Vince would do a Radier's can? I would fucking love. Goddamn, pal, what kind of shit show is this? Ah, God, what a maneuver. Uh, hi, is. I have the window the, open behind me, <clears throat> so this is very interesting. You should have taken him to Rascals. <laughs> it's not open. Oh, 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 oh. It was, it was too late. They close yeah. at like two, uh, right? Uh, it depends on the day. Usually, they're usually it's like nine to two or nine to three. You got our garage monkeys hooked on that. I know. Our, our grease monkeys. I'm gonna, kill, I'm gonna kill them all. But Uncle Bix is very angry. Denny gets the one you like. The half and half. It's one or the other. Well, he, he doesn't like mixing things. You know? <laughs> Chunk uh, eighty five when he came to visit us, he got to just by happenstance meet Uncle Bix. He came out. Really? He came out in the parking lot when he was there, and I'm like, "Bix, where's your rad ears T-shirt?" He goes, "I didn't know I had to fucking wear it today." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he said that. Yeah. Like this person could have been like a client. Of the <laughs> company for all, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not allowed to talk to ads outside of our county. <laughs> we really should limit him to. Although, like his best friend Wait, just the, became the garage. The- yeah, his best friend just became the AD of our biggest school, so. Uh, you know, maybe we should keep him around. Yeah, I guess. Well, he's a mascot. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, good luck to Andy. He's a good dude. Parkland High yeah. School, my alma mater. The the Millennium Falcon School, he just became the, if you Google nice. that, you'll see that was my, uh, that's where I grad- graduated. I was book learned I'm learning. Um, and in rad years news, other than potato oh. bars, uh, <laughs> I saw The Flash on Monday. Oh, and and your thoughts? I loved it. I fucking loved it. Nice. It's a fucking disaster. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you could tell a lot too of hands going on. Not too much going on. A lot of hands in the pot. In the in the. Oh. You know, a lot of chefs in that kitchen. Um. But uh, I'll see you, Covert Nerd. Thanks for stopping in. You're the best. 
Um, he, uh, it, it, so listen, this is why this, 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 Thanks. everyone's like, could this be the end of the block? Like, is this a warning sign to, to, to movie oh, yeah, theaters and, and the summer blockbuster? No, the problem with this movie boils down to one thing and it's Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller went fucking insane and was a disaster. He's the star of this movie and he's the co-star of this movie. <laughs> So your top two build people in this movie are Ezra Miller. Yeah. Now you this this is a good thing in a way because it, it kind of proves it's a it's a it's a case study and something that's very uh, I think is very important to the summer block box office uh, media press and promotion. You couldn't do food tie-ins with the Flash because you couldn't put this fucking creep's face on anything. So there was mm-hmm. no cereal box. There was no fucking tasty cakes or. Or hostess, or hostess tie-ins, or fucking uh, soda tie-ins, or Dr. Pepper tie-ins, or McDonald's Happy Meals, because this guy's a fucking possibly a, a, a bad person, potentially. Yes. And so they could not allegedly. Pre- allegedly, use that newsman talk. Now, were they screwed up? And if I was like, okay, we can't push the flash i would have re-released a cereal box that looked just like the batman 89 cereal box mm-hmm. nothing and just who cares if it's not ralston release it with general mills or whatever fucking kellogg's or whatever partner you're you're doing business with now and and uh make it look i, I think they're actually with dc's actually with uh quaker captain crunch so that's perfect because th- those pieces were just like captain crunch that would have been fucking perfect release mm-hmm. Release the fucking Batman 89 and, and let that and then have like a little flash logo in the bottom corner. And God damn it. They could have done so fucking much yeah, with the Batman lean, 89. Lean on the Batman. Batman 89. Re-release a line of figures with the Batman 89 Toy Biz backs. That gold back with the fucking. Oh, God. They should have leaned into that and they would have sold and it would have marketed. So they could have uh, they could have marketed the shit out of this movie. And it's not like they didn't have enough time. They knew this guy was a creep and they knew they were going to release it without him doing press way before that. They could have had a Batman. In the, and I know he's not in it long, but it doesn't fucking matter. So that's what I would have done. Also, it hurts that the, the writer's strike killed the fucking late night shows. And that helps. And you don't have your your promos and, you know, but I don't think, but I don't know if if that would have, if that would have mattered. Cause I don't know if they let anyone do really any media because they, the, anyone would ask what's going to come up, what's going on with Ezra Miller. Yeah. What's up with that? Not, not bar. So that kind of hurt. And they're just trying to make any money off this whatsoever because their only other option was just shelve it or or put it on, or on uh, max. And, They've already done that with how many projects? Yeah, and they shit can Batgirl with Michael Keaton. And apparently someone who's very high up in Warner Brothers said to Kevin Smith, he was very giddy at the release, and he's like, I'm so excited. He goes, you can't tell anyone this, but if this movie makes a lot of money, they're going to green light a, uh, a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton. Well, it's not Michael Keaton's fault. No, it's not. It's not. But the movie. So they, yeah, it, no. It's, but it's he didn't do anything to help it. <laughs> no. It made less than Black Adam. Whew. Yes. Uh, it is unequivocally five million opening weekend. That's a failure. That's 
Yeah. Nothing else but a failure. That is a fucking capital F failure. I mean, $55 million. On a $200 million budgeted picture. That's not including marketing. Yeah. So, it failed. Look but at a half a billion dollars, easily. It, oh. It, cost. Oh, wait. Because reading trades with the red ears. One point one to one point two billion in production and marketing. I mean that's that's unsubstantiated, but I mean it's probably is, close to that. Is, they they don't release marketing amounts, so you have, no. you'll never know any. I have any idea. You could just assume what they spent. But they didn't go. Did they? Uh, commercials, yes. They went really heavy with commercials. And that's the most yeah. expensive thing. But I'm telling you, look at Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. Cereal box, Tasty Cake boxes, mm-hmm. everywhere. Burger King fucking promotion. They had a Whopper. They had a Sunday. That fucking shit pays off. That equiv- equates to box office dollars. And this proves that that is correct. Because Flash had none of that. None Bagel bites zero. Oh, sorry. That billion is between Shazam two, Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman two. No, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, that's four movies. Yeah, yeah. but still, it's got to be more than Est- that. I was gonna say, I read estimates are looking at uh, three hundred thousand. I'm sorry, three hundred million altogether. Like yeah. two hundred million. Maybe Shazam two and Blue Beetle. I don't know. They're I don't know. Post heavy, but they're all post heavy. Squeezer, they're all, every I know single that. fucking well, movie yeah. is post heavy. <laughs> but uh, I mean, how much does that even cost anymore? The entire budget. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. Three hundred million. Let's say three hundred million is true. They spent two hundred million and another hundred million trying to market it. Which I, I mean, fifty million, I would assume. But let's say. Make it round up hundred million, so three hundred million. They're in the hole, so they just got to make three hundred million. Let's say the movie goes on to make four hundred million, then they're fine. But that what they were hoping for out of this movie that brought Michael Keaton's Batman back and the score is great. I really like this movie, and I'm excited to see it again. It's just sad that it just <laughs> shit the bed. It almost made me like. Eh, I guess we don't need to see it, and then. I you know it was our we're off Mondays now and it was playing at movie tavern I'm like let's go because because Saturday when we got back from Penn State I was wiped I did not you know I didn't I we're gonna go to the drive-in Shanks and see it but no no uh, we didn't but I liked it I suggest everyone go see it oh also fuck this season of Black Mirror dropped on Netflix. <laughs> I don't know if you don't watch Black Mirror, do you? Uh, I I was, it was like I was starting it, and then I saw something shiny. Oh, so you've and, watched every uh, season? No. Oh, I was about to start. Oh, it and I saw this, you're, shiny. not this week. You were no, about like to start it a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, Black Mirror is like a um, Twilight Zone type show with yeah. a techni- no. It's like right up my alley. With a technology focus. Well, there's some spooky things in it. So I don't mind some spooky. I just don't like... Uh... 
I don't like being scared. <laughs> uh, this season's really good, though. Um, it's scary enough just going outside. Well, the first episode just scared the shit out of us. Oh, good. Are we being replaced? By AI. Yes. Uh yeah, so Hey, I will I will bow down to the overlords and uh Since you didn't see it, here's my judgment, my ratings of all the episodes. Episode one, Joan is awful. That's the out of five stars, that's a five star episode. Episode two, the creepy death documentary with his parents, five star episode. Three uh hold on, let me just I watched them all one night, so I just gotta nice. <laughs> block mirror. Do you ever watch the Bandersnatch, like the the interactive film on Netflix? Oh, I guess you. Mm, no. Oh, third Beyond the Sea. Ah, uh, man, the third one was fucking dark. But it's it's got uh, it's got um Josh Hartnett. And Aaron Paul in it, and it is fucking dark. The fourth, so I'll give that four stars. The fourth one, Amazing Day, about the paparazzi. Um, I give that three stars. It's okay. I called it before I even. I called the twist early on in the episode, so that's eh, never good. So three stars. And the last one, another three stars. Um weird like monkey paw kind of episode <laughs> she finds a talisman you know oh that's to kill yeah, people I, I, I saw it on goosebumps yeah yeah uh but yes there is uh beyond uh so i would say it starts really good and and kind of tapers off yeah but uh-uh. season six of black mirror it's only five episodes season five was only three though so oh how's that a season uh they're long episodes like an hour Fair enough. each and it's been hey, a while I, season fine, five was you know, 2019 if you got if you got a good show and you know, just do it. Don't I? I like the fact that you don't have to make, you know, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five episodes for the sake of having a series go a season. Okay, and season turning out schlock. Season one, two, and the special were on BBC. So season one was three episodes. Season two was three episodes, and then the Christmas special, because that's a British thing. Then it went to Netflix. And season three was six episodes. Season four was six episodes. Then the interactive film Bandersnatch came out. And then season five was three episodes. And now season six was five episodes. So it's never a really long season. Yeah. No, it's it's smart. Just quality over quantity. And it's not always quantity. I think not my, always. But it's still better than half the shit out there I'm my favorite nice. one is still a netflix one is san junipero i think that's everybody's favorite episode all right maybe once i'm done rewatching a show i've seen 10 times over i'll go back and i'll, I'll start it 
that should be a bingo. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's mostly like the the square where RK says maybe I'll go back and watch it is one, but the squeeze oh, yeah. the squeezer maybe that, I'll go back and watch your, it could be a free space. That's your free space. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I'm not. I I, I ebb and flow between my two uh, joys. I'm kind. I went back into Western mode lately, so I'm rewatching Deadwood. So once I get back into sci-fi mode, then maybe I'll pop it back on. <laughs> uh, do you want to start tonight's show? Tonight, tonight. Uh, sure. You are, are you go first tonight? Yes. Talking about everything that we're, we're, we did TV in 1993, 30 I years ago. I gotta get this piece of paper. It's making me hungry. We did movies in 1993, 30 years ago. Now we're just talking about everything. 1993. Squeezer, your first pick. More, more personal anecdotes. Sure. Yeah. Back to Back to the Future. There's a great Back to the Future joke in The Flash, by the way. Oh. Nice. I won't spoil it. Okay. Um, yeah, so in, in said scene, uh, Marty is trying to escape uh, Biff, and he takes a kid's uh, box scooter, breaks it off, so he just has a skateboard, and invents a skateboard like 10 years before it uh, was invented. Roughly. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I had... This is one of those things where, like, you force your nostalgia upon the generations below you, thinking that, oh, they're going to love this. Oh, that's what you're um, doing to your kids now, right? No, I let them... I they, thought they you were going to really... force them to play, like, Atari or Nintendo before you let them play other video games. Oh, no, no. If they are going to... I... I keep them away from any video games because especially the big ones that very much like me and uh addictive personality and uh would rage quit and break a controller like (laughs) i have in the past so she's not ready yet but when she is ready i she will play older shit so she can appreciate whatever that she has you gotta appreciate it yeah it's it's more of a, a lesson like i'm not gonna like you have to like this it's more like play this so you at least, you know, like what you got. Right. And who knows? I mean, it's fucking Mario 3. Like, it's a work of art. Agreed. Um, but uh, my grandparents, they got me a uh, <clears throat> a box scooter for my birthday. I don't think it, it wasn't this year. I had it in previous years. Uh, I got it a little earlier. And it was uh, like a longer skateboard ish thing skateboard wheels and a crate on the front with a slats and it was like red white and blue and had like reflectors on it and you know it a little brake thing so it like completely defeats the purpose of like the idea is it's like a homemade thing you throw some wheels in a two by four nail a milk crate or a like a, a fruit crate to it stick some handles on it 
put some pie plates in the front, and you got yourself a scooter. That's what kids did. This is like a manufactured thing, and it was um, really, really lame. My brother had um, a scooter. It had uh, it was way bigger than today's scooter. It was bigger than even my electric scooter today. It was like a. It felt back then huge. Yeah, like almost a bicycle like size, but like a scooter. Yeah, my my sister had a scooter. It was big. It was pink, and I'd rather ride that because it was faster. But the razors is, changed the game. Yeah, this is pre razor scooter. Those were what ninety eight, mm, maybe a little sure. bit earlier. No, I, th- I was gonna say later, but you're probably right. I, I want to say I, I want to say I was working at Toys R Us that Christmas when razor scooters like blew up. Well, we never sold them at KB because it wasn't big enough. So you could be uh. right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Razor scooters weren't big enough for KB. No, KB wasn't big enough to sell <laughs> Razor <know>. scooters. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the YouTubes or the inner tubes. Or the... I need to know this now before I can move on. Anyway, so I had this box thing, and it was just slow and just... I, it kind of served its purpose. Like, we, we used it because there was, like, a milk crate. So it had, like, storage stuff. So you can, like loaded up with the shit and like you know haul it around but it wasn't like something like yay i'm riding my scooter and like we you know i wasn't gonna able to keep up with my friends that was impossible uh compact floating scooter manufacturer five million six months following a launch for a scooter in two oh two thousand okay two thousand yeah i thought it was see i said i thought it was later oh you yeah. know what Dude, that would make sense i that's when two thousand is when i worked at toys r us See, I was already out of KB by then. Oh, okay. So I was right. I was wrong on the year that I thought I worked there. <laughs> um, You're just wrong on everything, technically. Yeah, I'm wrong on so <laughs> many levels. Uh, but it was the summer of 93. Now I, I'm I'm turning 10. And you go from being a sweet kid to a little asshole. Sure. And I think I was uh, earlier than 10, but okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you me perfected it. Though. For me, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're... you're um, like, all right, all right, this thing is fucking lame. Like, it does nothing for us. Just taking up room. So, I don't know. Maybe I took inspiration from Marty, or maybe it was, like, I I, I don't know. But maybe it was, uh, what the hell is the Cool Runnings or something that inspired me. But, like, let's make a luge. Mm. So, we took the box apart. Okay. And then we had, we found like a block of wood, like a two by four. And that was like a foot or two long. Drilled a hole in that and then bolted that back into where the box was. So it's just a, like a T. And then I grabbed some, remember Pipeworks? I spoke ad nauseum sure, about yes. them before. The two of the shorter ones. You know, so you got like the picks. And our alley was on a very steep hill. Okay. And uh, we'd go up to the hill. I wouldn't say it was very steep because I've driven past there recently and just check out the neighborhood. I'm like, okay, it's a little bit of a hill. As a kid, it was enormous. Like, it was probably, as a kid, it's like a 300 to 400 foot, like, you know, altitude drop from the top to the bottom. Here, it's maybe like 20 feet over a a block. Uh, But we would take it up to the top. You lay down, put your legs out over that two by four now that we had rigged out, and then using the pipe works, you would dig in and build momentum, 
And then you lay back and then you suck your arms in and you can actually kind of <laughs> steer a little bit, shifting your weight. Now, the brilliant part was you could use the back of your head because remember, it had that foot brake in the back. If you arch your back and then press your head back really hard, you could brake. It, it was <laughs> sheer ingenuity. Mm. Um, a little terrifying because there are multiple like occasions it. too where you're flying down and cars just coming out of driveways or turning up the How are you alley. alive right now? I mean, it was low to the ground. I bailed on it a couple times. It All right, well, fair enough. Not very stable. Um, scratched up my pipe works quite a bit. Uh, you couldn't do like the thing where you like lean forward and then like they pull back and break on it. You know, fancy. Scratched up your pipe works. Is that code for something? No, no. I scratched up my pipe works. Right. Oh, uh, I, I had a sweet code for Mrs. Squeezer today when I told her, hey, I'm going to go up and clean myself up because I was a hot mess uh, from working out in the yard. I'm like, when I give you the secret password, you start the grill. I just left. Hmm. Yeah. And then I gave her the password. She didn't even know what it was, but she knew when she heard it, it was a password. <laughs> what was the password? It was, a, it was a, well, it was a code. What was the code? Uh, I be- I can't tell you now. Cause- okay, well, it already happened. She already started the grill and we ate, so. Uh, it was, the bird flies high in the southern skies while the salmons leap for freedom in an ever-changing world. I told you I started catching up on my drinking as the day went on. <laughs> and uh, it, it, What was the point of having the code? <laughs> she asked the same thing. She's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, yeah. I have to entertain myself. I spent all day alone just mo- literally moving a pile of broken wood from the one side of my yard to behind my shed so that one day I can then move it from behind my shed into my truck and then drive it somewhere and dump it illegally. <laughs> but I had to get it out of the way for the weekend. So I know a trailer lot up in uh, by Barrick Bar- Mountain that time. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I, this is great. I can use it for heat. I can uh, burn it under it, my trailer for heat. It, 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 uh, it's pressure treated and it's painted and sucking down a cigarette. Eh, never mind. Yeah, let him burn for it for heat. <laughs> um, yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I guess it's uh, uh, that time when I start my picks, right? Yes. All right, here is my first summer memory from 1993. That's 30 years ago, kids. Good evening, America. This SummerSlam report is brought to you by Chevrolet, the most dependable, longest-lasting trucks, like a rock. Count them. Just two weeks from tonight, at the Palace of Auburn Hills in suburban Detroit, it's SummerSlam. You can see it live on pay-per-view television Monday night, August 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Contact your local cable company right now. In the main event, Lex Luger. As we found out last week here on Monday Night Raw during that contract signing, Luger will have his one and only shot at capturing the World Wrestling Federation title from Yokozuna. That shot will be taking place at SummerSlam. Uh, I, so I'm not talking about SummerSlam 93. I'm talking about exactly a week later, Squeezer. 
Mm-hmm. On uh, September 6th, 1993, on the big stage of the grandstand at the Allentown Fair, Jeffrey took his two sons and daughter, because she wanted to go too, uh, to WWF House Show at the Allenta- Great Allentown Fair. Man. So the morning call writes on September seventh. So you want to hear the card first? I'll give you the card first. Wait, was this at no? Was it in Ag Hall or they did it at the? Grandstand? It was on the stage and the grandstand. The, the ring oh. was built on the stage. Well, how'd that work? It worked. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, were you were were you in the grandstands? We were in the grandstands. Yeah. That's cool. I'm guessing floor seats might be a little different, huh? Yeah, I don't, up at the ring. Yeah, looking up. Yeah, but it was it was on the stage. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, um, the the card was Bob Backlund defeats David Damian Demento. Uh, IRS wrestled to a draw with Razor Ramon. The Undertaker defeated Adam Bomb by DQ. Uh, Were you marking out for Razor? Fuck yeah, it was my. I was there for Razor, and then those. <laughs> Two guys later, I was there for four wrestlers mainly. Well, actually five. I would say five. So the first one's Razor Ramon. Then Undertaker versus Adam Bomb at DQ. The Steiner Brothers versus the Head Drinkers. They're in their hometown. Fatu and Samu, his hometown. Um, in a world tag team match, they defeated the Head Drinkers, though. Singles match. Doink versus 1-2-3-Kid. Wrestler number two. And then in my dream match that I was fucking so excited for, there was a tag team match. Razor Ramon and Tatanka defeated Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Wow. I know. I was fucking on cloud nine. And then for the world heavyweight title in a steel cage match, Yokozuna defeats Bret Hart. Uh, I'm guessing he... Big blue cage. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming he didn't uh go over the top. No, he did not. <laughs> so the morning call writes, Allentown Fair culminated last night with a huge grandstand audience, professional wrestling fans, thirsty for neck twists, face kicks, and resounding body slams. The grandstand was transformed into a gallery of big and small-named World Wrestling Federation performers like current champion Yokozuna, the king of the ring Bret Hart, the Undertaker, Mr. Hughes, I, Mr. Hughes was not on the card, 123Kid, and Doink, to name a few. They seemed to brutalize each other as a pleading referee tried to intervene. The they, fa- put Mr. they put Doink on before they mentioned Razor? No, Razor. Or Diesel? Yeah. yeah. Well, Doink was fucking huge with kids back then. Yeah. And this writer, Christopher Heredia from The Morning Call, probably didn't know anything. The fans, men and women, young and old, drank it up. Fair officials said there were 5,514 of them. I wonder what Meltzer said there was there. It was fun to watch, said Andy Kells of Allentown. The 14-year-old roared as Adam Baum and The Undertaker exchanged punches and body slams. Boo, Andy hollered with the rest of the crowd after the referee called for a draw when one of the wrestlers went past the time limit. A few fans last night decided that seeing isn't always believing. I like it because of the action, Pete Brainer, 17 of Quakertown, said. But if you see it live, sometimes you can tell it's fake. 
A poster sold on the sidelines depicted the Undertaker climbing out of a satin-lined coffin with the slogan from The Depths of the Darkness Rises the Face of Fear, face of fear Undertaker. <laughs> when the hulking Burnett emerged from the side of the stage, the crowd erupted into a frenzied cheering. Even the referee got into the theatrics, slamming himself down on the mat and pounding his fists when challengers seemed to get into an illegal hold. Fair spokeswoman Bonnie Charles Brocious, still deal with Bonnie, Bonnie, um, said 130,000 Labor Day revelers attended the fair's final day. So, yeah. I think I found an article that said what the... Oh, yeah, here it talks about the card. So, it's a... So, Bad Company was playing the night before. Feel like me, girl, And Cheap... Cheap Trick was playing the night before that. Oh, no, they were there together. Cheap Trick and Bad Company. So Cheap Trick's still coming to the Valley doing shows. Um, so it says the World Wrestling Federation Championship is on the line. A steel cage match between current champion Yokozuna and the King of the Ring, Bret Hart. Uh, other matches include Undertaker versus Mr. Hughes. It was Adam Bomb. So they were the paper was wrong because it said Mr. Hughes was there and, and Undertaker fought Adam Bomb. One, two, three, kid versus Doink. Mr. Perfect and Marty Janetti against Shawn Michaels and Diesel. But it, that was not it. Tatanka versus Bam Bam Vigilow. And a match for the tag team titles between the Steiner Brothers and the Head Shrinkers. Tickets for wrestling are 15 for ringside. And 11 for grandstand seats. You know what? Maybe the ring was in that lower area and the wrestlers came down off the stage. You know what I mean? Hmm. In the, in the GA pit? That might yeah. have been where the ring was. I know that we went a few years in the one year uh, Yokozuna broke the ropes. Oh. Yeah. Like gimmicked or? No. Actually. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome and a fun night of wrestling before uh, our last week of summer vacation before we went back to school. Hmm. Um, all right, here is your second pick, Squeezy Pie. It's Jurassic Park, the game. All the excitement of the movie, but this time they're after you. Across the island, dodging dinosaurs. First one to the visitor center wins. I made it. Jurassic Park, the game. This time they're after you. After you. Mm-hmm. Uh, every everyone. Uh, there's like ten of those on the internet, and they're all reposted and stolen from uh, retro drunk and junk, and that's the one that the uh, it gets clipped off. So. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Jurassic Park, the game, Jurassic Park, the uh, coloring book, Jurassic Park, the flamethrower, uh, merchandising. Merchandising, merchandising, uh, merchandising. I mean, shit, turning 10 when Jurassic Park is, fuck, Jurassic Park, it's perfect, but the perfect storm. And also having a summer birthday is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I same. My birthday was July 9th. Yours is July twenty third or fourth. Second. Twenty second. Yeah. Sorry, we work with people that have twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty second. So. Oh, it's okay. And twenty second. I get it. For 
forget my birthday. Sorry, handsome. That's all right. I forget it too. I thought it was thirty-eight for the last three years. <laughs> a lot of um, you're gonna be forty this year, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. I'm an old man now. I'm at forty-one. Wow. No, you're not. You having a party? A big party? Uh, yes. Actually, Mrs. Squeezer is. To my dismay. Wait, Mrs. Squeezer's having a party, or you're having a party? She, well, she's throwing it. Uh, yes. I uh. I threatened lives and careers if anyone tried anything. Oh, yeah. Well, don't you... Oh, at work? Anywhere. Anywhere? If anyone tried anything, I would not attend, I would not show up, and I would fire you if you tried anything at work. Yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't... I I would talk about doing it, but never actually go through with it. Mm -hmm. Or I'd still be be working on your 40th now, and eventually get it soon. (laughs) Um, no, I, I said, like, look, because this is kind of, we haven't had anything in our house yet, so this is the big family, uh, uh, housewarming party, if you will. Like, we haven't had anything yet. Most of my family hasn't seen our place, even though now we're five minutes from half of them. I mean, I, uh, I I'm sitting here without an invitation. I don't, I don't, you know, I guess, I guess I'm not invited. I'm not in charge. <laughs> Um, no, you, sh- no, you, sh- you should no keep the world separate. <clears throat> I have I have no idea what she has in mind. I, I think it's most it's gonna be family, but yay family. Um, but I I said very I very specifically said that the I will get it notarized a statement of intent that any of those yard signs, any any wooden cutouts. Involving like forty cows, like holy cow, Derek's forty. I will cover them in gasoline and light them on fire. <laughs> Why would you tell me this? Because you know I, I have the money to burn to pay for I, that I, I, and pay no, for when you burn them. I, this is a uh, beyond. There, there's a certain thing where I draw the line, and I don't. I can't tell you why. There's a certain level of rage that comes with those with me. Unjustified, mind you. And I, she, because she thought it was, I was joking. I'm like, no, no, uh, honey. This isn't a joke. I have to do Hold not on, do one this. Thing. I gotta check it something will, online really quick. It will be a scene. I will charge you with trespassing and have you arrested. That won't be me. I'm going to pay someone to do it. <laughs> yes. Now it's conspiracy. That's another charge. <laughs> uh, I will be erecting a fence. <laughs> You'll never see it coming. By the time uh, you get the fence erected, it'll be your 41st birthday. <laughs> uh, remember, you have till 930 to decide what you want to keep up there tomorrow. Remember that. Oh, yeah. I'm... That was a big gripe from the guys. By the time Squeezer decides what he wants to keep or not, <laughs> we'll lose the whole day. I'm like, well, if he doesn't decide by 930, it goes in the garbage. Fair enough. Um, can well, it be like, I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll I have, get, I like, have a question. The, I have a question. Yeah. Legitimate question. Mm-hmm. If that doorway dolly's fucking broken, why is it up in the second floor and not in the garbage? I think we're going to try to fix it. No, it goes in the garbage. It's got, it's got a bum wheel. Garbage. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. We never, we don't use it. In fact, burn it with the cows on your lawn. 
In fact, why <laughs> don't cows on my lawn? Why don't we just take that wood from behind your shed and put that in your front yard <laughs> in the shape of a forty, <laughs> and you could burn that. Kill two birds one stone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Girls, stay inside. Hair is toxic. <laughs> Daddy's burning toxic wood. Remember when we had to put masks on? All right, here. Let's let's pretend. Uh, right. You don't want to get COVID from these yeah, woods. This wood. Yeah. Um, Canadian wildflowers or wildfires. <laughs> oh, Canadian wildflowers are beautiful. Yeah, they'd, they'd, I'd probably need to wear a mask around them just as much as I would around the fires. That's true. Uh, what, what was I on? Your topic? Oh, Jurassic oh Park no, up, upstairs. Can I take like little <clears throat> like pieces of ribbon? Like you when you like hunt for a Christmas tree and you like tie it off. So like, oh, I'll save that one. And that, I'll just go around and put little pieces of ribbon on all the wood. Uh, hold on, Christy just texted me. I assume oh, yeah. you're watching Game Seven on NHL Network like me, but if not, it's painful. The Lehigh Valley doesn't know how good they have it with our crew and quality. The wide shot isn't even good. Ah, uh, ain't she surprised? Ah, oh. just read your text. On the show. Uh, some producer for AHL TV is going to be Harper. Aww. <laughs> I worked really hard on that show. Well, <laughs> why don't you talk about your pick? And no, you oh. can't ribbon it. I'll burn it all. Uh. I might set that whole second floor on fire and hope the third floor collapses on the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Continue. Along with my wooden cows. Don't fucking think about it. Um, violence will... I I get what you're saying. I'm gonna do All right. it. All right. You're an asshole. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get Amanda's permission so you can't even call the cops. She no, she will know better. She's actually I, my wife does not fear me, but she <laughs> of course is she does. Of the she does not fear you <laughs> one <laughs> iota. <laughs> Fair enough. That's actually kind of hurtful with it when you say it like that. Sorry, I'm going to text her and be like, hey, I'm going to put the wood cows, all 40 of them in the. I might put 80 in the yard for squeezer. She'll be like, ha ha ha, great, thank you. You said I couldn't do it. Yes, exactly. Uh, I will landmine my front yard like a fucking Sons of Anarchy episode. Like I said, I'm not doing it. It's- I'm gonna hide yes, but company. now their blood is on your hands. That doesn't affect me. That's true. <laughs> All right, can we talk about um, whatever the fuck you're talking? We about? are. We're talking about birthday parties. <laughs> and yeah, I had I had my. It was the perfect time. Oh, is that what this is? My Jurassic Park birthday. Oh, I thought you were talking. To get, we are talking the topic. All right. Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of in a roundabout way. Just thirty yeah. years. Later. 30 years later. Hey, if there's Jurassic Park, like, plates and little, like, uh, raptor little blowy <laughs> things that make, like, the little Philly fanatic tongue thing come out, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd, I'd... What if I put 40 dinosaurs in your yard? Hmm. Real life dinosaurs. Real, r- 40 real life dinosaurs? That yeah. would be pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine. Get the uh, uh, pressure-treated wood-eating dinosaurs for uh-huh. me so I can get rid of that shit. And I hope they don't mind nails. Um, 
Although I did get one of those magnetic sweepers. Oh, that's so much fun. Mm. You're just rolling it through your yard and hear clink, clink, clink. I'm like, huh. That saved me a trip to the ER right there. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had it was a Jurassic Park. right to Bix's skull. Birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I, I, my hair just, my part just don't look right. <laughs> now they uh, had to swap out it for a plastic one. And I don't think you got anything to worry about that. Yeah, but if that gets dented, my hair just ain't going to look right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was it was the all Jurassic Park fucking birthday. Like if if it was a, a Jurassic Park party supply, I had it. And even if it was nondescript dinosaur like thing that third party knockoffs do so well, it was there. Uh, and then yeah, every present was some kind of dinosaur Jurassic Park thing. Like it was just I got my uh uh I think I think I got the board game then. It was at Christmas. Either way, it was '93, but that's the winter of '93. Figuring out uh, our presents on the Rad Years podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know I talked this before, but the Jurassic Park uh, Magic Rocks. Oh God, uh, my yeah. parents never bought me Magic Rocks, but I wanted them. Yeah, so I had. Uh, it was the little. It Is was that a terrarium or an aquarium? Aquarium, uh, right? Because it's underwater. Aqu- aquarium, because it's water. That's what I just said. Yeah. Yes. Terrarium um, is non-water. It's and terra, I can't find dirt. the damn picture. I do have the picture of me opening it uh, at that birthday. I was all like felt tiny. <laughs> that was pretty fat, you? Yeah. What year so did you blow up? Least, you told us on the show before. I, I don't want to open all the like sixth grade. So by nine... So, oh, there are pictures. So in 93... I, I was a little string bean. Okay. By 96, my Disney pictures, I was borderline <laughs> blimpish. <laughs> you know, one of my pics is going to be in 1993, the Pizza Hut blimp <laughs> flew into an apartment complex in New York City. Uh, but I it was on my squeeze short list, so it scrapped it. But uh, maybe next year. <laughs> It could have been you crashing into that. <laughs> it could have been. No, no, not for another three years. <laughs> Maybe the summer of 96, I'll do the squeezer blimp crashing into an apartment complex. I don't know. I think that's when I really started. What was the cause? Because, um, like, when I was, like, a kid, you could eat, I, I could eat four slices of pizza at pizza and be like, I'm still hungry. Now I can't eat, like, two. Yeah, I, no, I ate a lot. I'm guessing. I honestly don't know. Uh, was I a? Did I become a latchkey kid at that point and start like feeding myself? <laughs> we were latchkey kids because I would I would get home from school. Sorry, I, I would get home from school and like make myself two cans of Campbell's soup. Oh, that's right, you did, Tuck. That's you were retaining water. That's probably what it yeah. was. <laughs> so that's all. <laughs> so water weight. You take yeah. a fucking pill and you piss it all out and you're fine. You go back to a string bean. Oh, you could just put one of those like cactus taps in my belly and it would just drain <laughs> me right out. Yeah, we were Lasky kids by then in 96 too. And um, my mom would, and then summer, uh, summer vacation, my mom was still working. And I remember the first summer she was working and we were home. She just stocked the fridge with like micro, Hormel microwavable burgers and chicken sandwiches and micro magic shit. Like, mm. 
you idiots can only use the microwave, nothing else. Like, we couldn't even make soup because I was, like, on the stove. Oh. Oh, no, yeah, I would always. Well, you get microwave soup. She didn't trust us doing that. It's it's not the same, though. You got you to gotta render it down a little bit. Yes. You got to render that water. That's <laughs> so it's all salt. Yeah, get that sodium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, simmer it down until it's a nice roux. Yeah. Uh, a salt roux. It's to, it turns into a stew without anything else in well, it. Well, it, it, it basically becomes a uh, Jurassic Park magic rock with noodles in it. Uh, <laughs> just you have to dip it in water it. to see it grow. Yeah. Um, oh, that, yeah. Home fries. Cooking a lot of potatoes. I I mean, your dream now is getting a flat top uh, in your kitchen and just becoming a short order cook. I well, now I'm just gonna because I was looking at one of the uh, the add-on like uh, you could on a gas grill while or gas uh, stove while I still have it uh, until they come knocking at my door. I know Um, I looked at it too, but I do not have a outdoor vented hood. So it just stink up my house, something crazy. Yeah, Cause it's it's because it's a, it's a it's only uh, eighty nine bucks, and it's a, a flat top that goes over your yep uh, your whole stove top, and um, yeah, it. If I had a full vented outdoor vented hood, I would get it, but I do not, and it just see mine mine does vent out. I do have an external vent, but it's very it's bullshit. Mine just goes up and out through a filter in my microwave. Uh, I, I love the one in uh, my apartment that I had. It went up. I thought it went up and out, but it just went up. So it just vented it into the cabinet above the microwave, hmm. which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I am looking at one of those uh, Blackstone dealies for uh, yeah. out on the deck. Outdoor, yeah. I get a Blackstone next yeah. to the- that's next. Well, actually, no. That might be after that. Next is I want to get one of those double burners. Were we talking about this last show? No. I feel like we were talking about this. And that we talked about talking about it. Double burners? What's that? Yeah. Just a regular propane, just like two propane burners that you could like hook up. So you can, like, that you can like boil or like saute on. Oh, right. So if I'm grilling, I can like saute some onions on that or like boil water for like clams or corn or whatever right yeah i just and then the, the blacks i just full-blown outdoor kitchen i just saw the corn i right on the grill top i finally re- retrieved my grill back from the wasp i had ah. five wasp nests in my grill five Jeez. yellow did, jackets did you, did you cook them out no i i uh, poisoned them out oh but if you don't get rid of the nest right away they will come back the next day and start building on top of it again yeah they're so stupid. They're Poison and all. They're monsters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I got flying ants bad. Yeah, you were They're telling me. They're everywhere. I I move like every time I move something off the ground, like ant nest. Well, I hope you're using gasoline to burn them out of your fucking lawn. Uh just boiling water. Uh, Too I close have, to the house. I have poisons for indoors that are kitty safe for the ants. But this year, I took preventative measures and put outdoor ant traps all around the perimeter and went out with poison and killed every ant hill known to man. Yeah, now that I realize how bad it is, I got to go out and get some outdoor traps. She hates that I am an insect murdering animal. Not only did I I kill, but she hates the wasp, but she doesn't want me killing them. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too, okay? 
That's all I'm yeah. saying. Well, when I was at the Yardway Center today and I was dropping off all the crap that I trimmed, I'm going out and I'm driving past it. You know, they have the big pile where you dump all your, uh, you know, your brush, you know, and then they have the lawn clipping pile. Then they have the dirt pile and then the mulch that they grind everything up into that just full of weeds. Right. Um, but then they also have the big log pile. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving by and I see this perfectly shaped, nice, beefy, moderate, good height and everything. It was the ideal chopping block. Okay. Like perfect for splitting wood. I'm like, I want that. I backed my truck. I had it in my truck. And then I kind of started inspecting it a bit, and you could just see termites. It looked either termites or ants. Like something was burrowing into it. I'm like, fuck. And I still debated. I'm like, do I take it and I could soak it? Do like a kerosene mix? I'm like, no. So I just rolled it back out and left. I was so disappointed. Dip it in Thompson's. You're fine. I might go back and get it and. Redo it. Thompson's will kill it all. Yeah. Now, uh, we're talking really rattier stuff here. Yeah. But uh, Logs. Yeah, well, logs, murdering insects. Jurassic Park and murdering insects. Jurassic Park birthdays. Jurassic Park birthdays. I was going to say something else, but I completely... <laughs> oh, uh, tomorrow's going to be nice and chilly. So they they built. Ooh, I love I, chili. I have so I have a, a like a ga- a propane fire pit, mm-hmm. and I have a uh, the for the propane tank. There's a separate cover that matches the pit that goes over it, and there's two handles on the side. Yeah, the cocksuckers decide to build it. There's like a big nest in there. So tomorrow I'm gonna spray tons of poison in there and then gaff up the holes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Suffocate and burn them and. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't a propane tank in there, I'd just throw a fucking uh, lit newspaper in there and let them burn in there. But <laughs> there's a propane tank in there. So then I had to let my grill burn out for like an hour to kill off all the poison that landed on the grill, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would just burn them out. Are you, I would have just, you just gas them out. Just close the lid and turn the propane on. Oh, yeah. Like you know hour. what? I should have done that. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? That's, you know, someone turns the light on and the whole deck blows up. <laughs> the whole deck is gone. Need a new grill and everything. We almost had that Sunday at Iron Pigs. We're all standing outside. We're like, what stinks out here? Is it propane oh. link? The fucking um, forklift was leaking, just dripping out. It was leaking in the pole barn. Oh, shit. We're like, all right, and Bix is smoking out there, and the guy runs up and goes, oh, put that out, put that out. <laughs> he would have been like fucking uh, Uncle Lewis and <laughs> Christmas well, vacation. Was, this was earlier in the season. I was going for my walk, and I like get a whiff of propane, like real strong. I'm like, huh. And I thought, all right, maybe someone tried firing up the grill and it misfired, so, and then, you know. But I didn't see anyone. I'm like, Okay. I kept walking, and I'm walking back again, and I'm walking past, like, the scoreboard in the back. It's those flame things, right? Yeah. And I have my AirPods in, listening to something, and I still hear uh, over it, like, I take them out, and I stand there, and I look up, and there's the tanks and a valve, and I just hear this hissing sound. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not good. So I went down, and I tell the guy, you know, I'm not going to, I'm like, hey, uh... You guy, 
uh, that's doing that over there. And he's like, oh, shit, thanks. <laughs> and he made a call, and it very quickly uh, was resolved. Well, they, they didn't have anyone down there who knew how to fix it because the propane tank on the fucking forklift was leaking and they're like uh it's like dripping out like like liquid was dripping out like liquid propane. wow that how does that it huh. stank like fucking the high hell back at the truck so that fucking pole barn was probably ready to blow explode yeah when was that sunday oh when i was there yeah oh you were it, it was way earlier where it was right when we started okay. right when we faxed what? and no one bothered to tell me like oh by the way you almost missed an explosion today uh well so many other things happened like the standoff the the armed man search and the helicopter the... yeah yeah that was fun. but also my scores from the comic book store yeah that's, i mean that trumps everything that, those were some pretty good Wait, scores the comic book store how f- how far were you from that hookah lounge what do you mean? The manhunt, because he stabbed some guy. The hookah lounge? I yeah. was about 100 feet. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, that's where he stabbed the guy, and he crawled out and died on the sidewalk. Oh, really? That's Yeah, that's where the manhunt was for. Oh, shit. He stabbed him, and the, in the, in the, the guy stabbed the guy. That was like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They liked their hookah. That's what it was? Yeah. They had their guns drawn. Like, Dylan and I were like, uh-oh. <laughs> we're going the other way. I went up to Union. There was some busted car. Where'd you see this at? I was in the paper. Or on the internet. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I guess it's uh my turn, right? Yeah. I got to look this up because... It's a good walking neighborhood. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're actually better off downtown. I know, right? I feel safer downtown. So where is this hookah lounge? Uh, it was a 1500 block. 1500 block Union Boulevard? Yeah. Let me see here. Searching addresses with the red years. Okay, so the hookah lounge must have been a little further down. I thought you were talking about that like bicycle at Terra place. No, no, no. The hookah lounge is by that old lesbian bar, isn't it? So the 1500 block is down by Peter's Marine Service Department. Oh, here it is. Synergy Hookah Lounge? Oh, uh, Peter. That's not. The, I walked past that when I went to that brewery by accident. That that's right next. So Synergy Hookah Lounge. Directions to encounter Union Boulevard. I was 0.6 miles away. Two minute walk. Oh. Two minute drive. Uh, 12 minute walk. Two minute drive. So he must have ran down Union Boulevard because it wasn't far. Far. Yeah, you were. So Plymouth Street. It's right on Plymouth. Isn't that where you were? Uh. Or Quebec. No, no. Past. Uh. On a. Uh... Sam, is it Samson? Sherman. What's yes? Sherman. Sherman. Sherman Street Beer Company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's even further down. Yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah. That place is awesome. They got it's just old video games just all over the place. Help yourself. Go play. So yeah, you were one block down. My mom's office is on Quebec, and the stabbing. So where you were, 
If you go one block by mom's office and then one more block, the stabbing. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically right across the street from the McDonald's almost. Oh, okay. And then I walked, and, yeah, I walked past that McDonald's. Yeah, it was. Uh, and so there was a beat up car that the guy must have cr- drove down and crashed into the bicycle terror re- parking lot that Dylan and I saw. Oh no! Yeah, so he must have got out and ran from there. So that's. I heard they. I gotta get in there. I heard they have good stuff. Yeah, what did they serve? Uh, I looked it up. It looked. Uh, it's. Uh, is it Venezuelan? No, uh, it's somewhere down in South America. Yes. Yeah. But Maybe Argentinian. Amazing. No, I thought you liked that place next to Encounter. That smelled amazing. I want to go in there. That's too. the Dominican restaurant. Yeah, but uh, Dylan said like you just point, like they don't like there's no not English. a lick of English. No, makes sense. All right, here is my Which tells me that that's where it's good. Yeah, it's probably right. Same thing, the Mexican place in Kutztown. Like that's like legit. Here is my. I, can talk about local Mexican uh, restaurants. Well, we're an hour and 20 minutes in, and I'm on my second pick. Imagine you wake up in Jurassic Park and you're a raptor. You have sharp teeth and seven-inch claws, and since you've been extinct <laughs> for 65 million years, you'd be in a really bad mood. <laughs> So that summer, the Jurassic Park video games, Jurassic Park for NES and Sega were two of the hottest selling video games of the summer. And the NES one was good, uh, but the Sega one bragged that this is only, you could be the Raptor only on Genesis. You could either be Dr. Grant or the Raptor. The game it was sucked. pretty badass. No, the game sucked, dude. Come on. It sucked, but it was... Br- no, eh, look, it sucked. Look, look, it was so hard. You got to play as a Raptor. Pl- it was hard. It was impossible. It was real. I beat it. Well, I played it a lot. Yeah, so we played it a lot too. So the summer was late night, up all night, video game sessions. Right? Rent a game and oh, spend that yeah. whole weekend staying up late. Because, I mean, by that point, my our parents didn't... So my buddy Matt lived right down the street. So he, I either stayed at his house or, and we played Genesis all night, or he stayed at my house and we played Nintendo or Super Nintendo all night. And that was the whole summer. Uh, going to Blockbuster, running a game, and spending the weekend uh, trying to beat it. And Jurassic Park, a fucking Street Fighter Turbo on Genesis or Super Nintendo is what we played. And fuck, did we play. Or Super Street Fighter 2. He had Street Fighter Turbo for Genesis. So I had Super Street Fighter 2. And we just played Street Fighter 2 all the goddamn time. Nice. That was that whole friggin friggin summer um but uh I, this game was was touted as a uh um i don't know it I mean, it sucked but the nintendo one was actually fun it, it, you it, you went around and you collected like eggs and cards and you had to get you talked to mr dna and man, we—I I actually enjoyed the Nintendo one a lot. The Sega one was just frustrating because it was really fucking hard. <laughs> it 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 was hard. Like I—I I, I always remember like the the, the Triceratops charge. The yeah. NES version. Yeah. Yeah. 
and that, and the, that was cool. that was like yeah the the stampede yeah that was yeah. The, I was always jealous because like they would always, they would advertise the shit out of it. I had to get there so, to with Game Genie. In all in all the gaming magazines, they were always advertising the SNES uh, Jurassic Park game, and I had it for Genesis, and I loved. I don't. I look. It's not a great game, but I I loved it, and it was hard as shit, and the controls were a little iffy, and there was a lot of like blind jumps. Some of it didn't make sense, but playing as the Raptor was a lot of fun. Although it it kind of like. I mean, the animation was what it was. Sometimes you just pounce right, and you kind of just bump in the guys, and they would just die instantly. Um, trying to think what... Oh, the Raptor... And the Raptor, too, like, it was a lot shorter. Like, when you played as Grant, you played... You had, like, so many levels. And the Raptor, I think, was, like, only, like, three or four levels. Oh. Uh... Yeah. I remember those. Yeah, that was uh Late night game sessions were the best. That was a big nineteen ninety three playing renting Jurassic Park for NES and renting Jurassic Park for the Genesis, because why buy it? <laughs> was a big part of our summer. And also the Street Fighter games. Um uh, I would have been summer. over at our dear friend's Adrian's house. Yeah, I was just thinking about Adrian the other day. I don't I forget why, but man, I just he went back to the Jehovah Witnesses and yeah. lost them for good. All right, um, here is your. I thought you were gonna say drugs, and I go, oh no. no it's even worse. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no coming back from that. No. Um, here is your third pick. Think I can hit that bottle? Yeah, probably. Shows what you know. Hey, check this out. That's my dad's shooting car. Just three more payments and it's ours. Oh, cool. Can I get a shot now? Hang on. First, how about I try and peg you in the stomach? Mm, no thanks. Or what about you put on these nerd glasses and I shoot them off? No way. Come on, quit hogging the gun. Bet you can't hit that bird from here. Are you crazy? I don't want to shoot a stupid bird. That's because you know you can't. You're not a super stud like me. Am too. Are not. You're an octawussy. Whoa, look at me. I'm Bart Simpson. I'm scared to use a gun. I want to marry Millhouse. <laughs> I walk around like this. La, 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 la. Hey, quit it. Hmm. Oh, my God. Whoa, major oh. shot. You even compensated for the crooked sight. Crooked sight? You are one cold-blooded killer, dude. But, but I wasn't... I didn't... Right through the neck! Doesn't get any sweeter than that, Simpson. <laughs> Savor the moment. Ah. That's when uh, he uh, in, uh, invites an invasive species into Springfield with the lizard, right? Oh, was that the one, I think? Yeah, because he... Bart's called Bart the Mother. The episode? Because yeah. he, he incubates the eggs, but it turns out that a lizard that eats bird eggs and lays its eggs in the nest so that uh, the bird right. will take care of them. Yeah. And then the, the they they hatch and they're invasive. Yeah. I was Very few ten. people have the... What's the word I'm looking for? Rain Man, Simpsons brain that yeah. I have. Uh, here, there, There's what the... 
it 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 was lost to me. Like you know, there's only so much data you could retain, mm-hmm. and mine my entire Simpsons catalog was like the first thing to go, mm-hmm. replaced by uh, My Little Pony, Disney Princesses, and uh, now Spirit uh, Horse Thing. Uh, yeah. I, I, I am deep in that world. If you want to talk My Little Pony canon, uh, I'll go toe-to-toe with you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So much so much knowledge just lost. It's like the Lighthouse of Alexandria, but, like, burned down <laughs> with sparkles. Um, but, yeah. <clears throat> when I was 10, I got my first BB gun. Mm. Uh, I was... And I remember, I remember seeing it come across the conveyor belt. I beat you when I was twelve. I got my first gun. Jeez. Twenty-two for my grandpa, oh. and a cleaning kit. We had to sit and learn how to clean it properly. Was the handle wrapped in tape? And he go, did he tell you hide this? No, but he did. He's the one that when he died, my grandma dropped something under the seat of his car and reached down and pulled out a loaded sawed-off shotgun from underneath his car seat. That'll, yeah. Man, my grandpa was into some shit. He used to take me and my brother on his, his rounds, his pickups. That's what he was prepping you for. Be his muscle. With a twenty two, come on. Yeah, hey, you know what? Uh, a a twink with a twenty two, uh can uh I guess. Yeah. You know, threat. Hey, you get him in the eye, that shit rattles around your brain. No different than a forty five. Yeah, I shoot someone in the head. Yeah. Nah, what the 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 Mo Green special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh uh, yeah, it was the oh yeah. So it's coming across <laughs> the conveyor belt because we go, <clears throat> we got it at service merchandise. Mm. Oh, that's where you're yeah. asking me about service merchandise yeah. today. I because I thought it closed earl- much earlier than that. No, no, it was there was like ninety eight to two thousand. I was probably getting confused with Best. Yeah, Best closed way earlier. Yeah, that was early. But I got my first guitar from Service Merchandise, and that was like 95 or 96. Okay. So. Uh, but the, the beautiful... Or actually, uh, I will Crossman. tell you when it was. It was eighth grade, so I have my fucking little weird life book here. That was Christmas of 95. I got my okay. first guitar. It was a Yamaha that came with a shitty amp from Service Merchandise. Nice. Uh, I got the uh, Crossman 760 Pump Master Classic. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, you shoot your eye out, kid. Look, you would. This thing was a beast. Uh, up to 700 uh, feet per second. Because this was one. Of, this wasn't one of those little shitty clicky uh, pump spring action or even like one pump pneumatics. This was a charging pneumatic air rifle. Mm. So, like, the stock kind of, the the stock broke down. Like, you pull the stock down and pull it up, and you prime it once. And you could do it again. And you can do it as many times as you Sorry. could until, like, it was so full and, like, your little 10-year-old muscles couldn't do it anymore. Like, I would actually have to, like, put the stock to the ground and hold it and, like, crank it down like I'm pumping water <laughs> out of a well. Mm-hmm. But when you did fire, holy shit, it actually had, like, some kick to it. 
uh, it could do some damage. Like one pump, it would sting. A couple pump, you could break skin with this thing. I remember when we got our first air pellet guns that used the 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 CO two cartridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, those 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 would hurt. <laughs> Ah. Only shoot clothes. Only shoot clothes. <laughs> oh no, no. We had we had good uh trigger discipline in our house. I was not allowed. No, we had no trigger discipline. Oh, it was shoot each oh, other my at any dad was on my ass. Like if I even even thought about it. Uh, anything, a person and, and if it wasn't if it wasn't a beer can or uh, my dad had no idea we were shooting each other. They were fucking clueless. <laughs> I would I would go to like yard sales and get like old comic books, like old like you disgust GI Joe or whatever, and like you'd shoot like, them? Tape them up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Gotta get the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'd shoot go, my I, brother and my cousins. Everything. Like a human being, not fucking good old comic books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people can heal. Yeah. Um, clothes only, clothes only. Gotta shoot clothes only. Yeah, but could you imagine little uh, 10-year-old Squeezer sitting there uh, with... The, I, w- I would have it set up like a range where I had the bench and then a sandbag <clears throat> with it on top and I had a scope for it. And I would sit there and target it, and I would dial in my scope, and I would spend all day doing that. I can absolutely see you doing this, yes. <laughs> oh, no, I'm off like a millimeter. Did you shoot anything yet today? Yeah, I'm still dialing in my scope, Dad. Dial- dialing it in. <laughs> yeah, I should have it done by the end of the week. Uh, but, yeah, this thing was... this. I. <clears throat> I had this thing for a long time. Mm. Um, it, it shot BBs and it shot pellets. I preferred pellets. Who didn't prefer fun. pellets? Of course. Do you have copperhead I, BBs? Did you buy the good BBs, copperheads? Oh no, yeah, we we I went brand name when it came to my ammunition. You yeah. don't want you don't want that shit gunking up your. Uh, no, your we were a copperhead family. Uh, and I even it even did darts. No, I don't. Mine might have done darts, but like, I, we had. Like, I had a BB gun that looked like a fucking. You could rob a store with it. Yeah, you could. You could do darts if you could do pellets. Well, I oh, we never had darts, but we could do pellets. Like the the my my uh, BB gun that was just air pump. Yeah, that was like metal, and you could like pistol whip someone with it. My wow. air gun was like. Plas- more plasticky, but that that had like the compartment in the in the stock that came open, mm-hmm. the handle that, and then you put the air and go, and then you, you didn't even have to play. You shot pellets. Yeah, uh, and eventually I got uh, 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 like a spring loaded. And the, the pellets uh, we're talking about are little like silver, like almost like teensy bullets, right? Yeah, they, they're like they actually have a flat head to yeah yeah yes. like teensy bullets yeah yeah. Um, uh, I got a second, like a pump action one, like a cheap little BB gun. I'm going to go um, back and preface one thing. These, none of these guns were mine. They're all my brothers. My parents refused oh, okay. to get me one. Oh uh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> just so you know. That's good parenting. Yeah. So but I just stole um, them and used them anyway. I got, uh, this, like a pump action. It looked like a, like a Remington, uh, shotgun, like the pump action. Right. Uh, I got it at like a yard sale somewhere. 
But what pissed me off is, and it only did BBs, but what pissed me off is it was it was one pump, which is cool, because that was my sidearm then, you know. So <laughs> you pump, but when you would pump it, it would <laughs> when you, it would cock it back, it would put a my sidearm. Yeah, it would it would lock the safety on, so you'd have to you'd pump it, and then the safety would click into place, and you have to go and then release the safety, then you could shoot. I'm like, well, what's the fun of advancing on a target where you have to pump and fire, pump and fire, you know, like you see in every action movie ever. So <clears throat> that one I remember, I like, I laid it out on the workbench and slow, meticulously broke this thing down into its individual pieces, dismantled the safety mechanism and reassembled it, and it was awesome. You could just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it, it was like, I was like, uh, fucking, what's his name? And uh, Beverly Hills Cop, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> My brother was like, he went to Camp Cadet. He was a Boy oh, Scout. Yeah. He, what a nerd. I know. They knew he would only use it for the greater good. I was obsessed with fireworks, fire, lighters, matches, and guns. Dude, and... you should have been Boy Scouts with me then. Yeah. I just... we, spent, we, we had one camping trip where we just sat by the fire and we found a shovel. So we put the shovel in the fire, and all night, all we did was heat the metal until we like rolled it into like this club hammer. I'm just, I'm just telling you, my parents were afraid of what I would say to the camp, the the, the counselors. Yes. No, no, they were. I was, I would, I was like mean in a way that like oh. got down to your soul. Oh no, I was saying that you would accept their invitation. Oh, for like a, a molesting. Yes. Uh, you, I didn't pick up your molesting joke. Now, then they never wanted me. That's why they didn't want me in Cub Scouts and they want me in fucking Altar Boys. Because I was a loud mouth. Yep. Yep. They didn't, they wanted like little yes boys, like, like my brother. Reserved quiet. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they, I was a little fucking, like, I wasn't the right kind of cocksucker. I was like a cocksucker, like, that little fucking <laughs> cocksucker he won't shut up. Not that little cocksucker is really good at what he does. Jesus it wasn't always like I mean okay yeah it was pretty bad and it was disgusting what they did and swept under the rug yes and I like how everyone's like they're letting girls in that's terrible I'm like no 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 what they allowed to happen yes systemically for over a hundred years is what was awful so I like like I'm not not too political but when they're like we can't let uh cross-dressers or trans trans people or, or drag queens in their bathrooms, what will they do to our children? I'm like, no, you just have to worry about your priest, your coaches, your teachers, and your uh, your uh, scout leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, what you to, that's who you shouldn't let in the bathrooms. <laughs> Definitely your Catholic yeah. priests. Do not let them in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, are we on my turn? Oh, but, and, and, uh, I will. Mm, you I just admit, got really I was, excited I was right partial there. to a murder. Hmm. Um, it was very much a la Simpsons. Uh, my, uh, best friends, Kevin, Matt, Kevin's the one that took the shot and he had no intentions. Like, oh, I'm not going to hit this and bird on a wire. And he dropped that thing from about 40 yards. Hmm. Yeah. We felt terrible. So we went out back, shoveled up the dead bird, put it in a shoebox, and then put it in the trash. 
It deserves a proper burial. All right. <laughs> I never I never killed anything with it. I once castrated a chipmunk with a bow mm. that I built from scratch, but... Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll leave that for another time, and let's move on to my next bit. Set the can aside. I heard something rattle inside, and uh, I extracted the, this uh, syringe. Oh, I was shocked. B-roll footage. I became nauseated. Some... I've, this is someone uploaded a newsreel and the audio is clearly split. But in 1993, do you remember the, the syringe, the medical syringe hoax in Diet Pepsi? Oh, I, I don't remember the Pepsi one. I, I remember like the... <clears throat> the Pepsi one was famous because of how they handled it. So I wrote this in Provoke Media, how the Pepsi syringe... So first of all, they, Pepsi was like, we're not recalling anything because the FDA didn't say we needed to because they, they were pretty sure it was a hoax. So um, the PR in 1993, the PR industry was impressed with Pepsi Cola's handling of one of the most bizarre crises of the past few years, a week long series of apparent ho- hoaxes. Ho- uh, ho- I want to say hoaxes, but it's hoaxes alleged <laughs> alleging oh, wait, that. Are we reading the same thing? Is it provoke media? Provoke. Uh yeah. Yeah, well, don't pull up the articles of my pick. No, no, I I'm I'm following along. Just I'm waiting for you to get to the the, the last words of the sentence. I find it amusing. Allegedly, the discovering of syringes and other foreign items in di- cans of Diet Pepsi. No. What? Sentence? Read it like you see it. Oh, Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Diet Pepsi. <Yeah. laughs> so. On, Paul. Um. Anyway. There was a uh, a a morning call. In the morning call, there was a big thing. I remember my mom showed it to me because she knew I liked Pepsi at the time. I'm still like slightly obsessed with Pepsi for some reason. I I don't unhealthy. I don't like it over Coke for the taste or anything. I just was captured by the marketing of '90s Pepsi, and you know, so they took out a full page ad that says, actually. And it was today. It was the first day of summer, June 21st, 1993. So it was 30 years ago today. Pepsi is pleased to announce dot, 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 dot. It was ellipses, nothing. As America knows now, those stories about Diet Pepsi were a hoax. Plain and simple, not true. Hundreds of investigators have found no evidence to support a single claim. As for many, many thousands of people who work at Pepsi-Cola, we feel great that it's over. And we're ready to get on making and bringing you what we believe is the best tasting Diet Cola in America. At that time, they are completely right because Diet Coke tastes like garbage. There's not much more we can say except that mostly, most importantly, we won't let this hoax change our exciting plans for this summer. We set up special offers so you can enjoy great quality products at prices that will save you money all summer long. It all starts on July 4th weekend, and we hope you'll stock up a little extra just to make up for what you might have missed last week. That's it. Just one last word and of thanks to the millions of you who have stood with us. Drink all that Diet Pepsi you want. Uh-huh. That that was the whole Ray Charles thing. You got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. I had fucking glasses. I have them. I had sunglasses that had that on it. That's how popular that was. And I have a pair in my Pepsi collection. Oh, nice. 
I added, I got a, I don't know how I'm going to tie. I don't want anyone to bid against me. I'm not going to talk about what I'm bidding on on eBay. Because I don't want anyone to bid against me. <laughs> but yes, in 1993, rumor tampering of Diet Pepsi. Uh, syringe was allegedly found in a can of Diet Pepsi in Washington State on June 10th, 1993. The following week, there were more than 50 reports of Diet Pepsi tampering across the country. Now, this happened like when the internet was still in its infancy, like barely existing in 1993. Yeah, I mean, we just got a computer in 93. So how did it spread like this? The internet this? was years away from right. us yet. Both Pepsi-Cola and the FDA were confident that the reports were hoaxes. Hence, there was no product recall. Pepsi focused on how to stop the false reports and how to communicate to the public there was no danger. And they like really like fucking like won their peers and the public over with how they handled this. Like... And that, and I think a lesson should be learnt in modern times to not give in to this kind of shit and just say, no, nothing's nothing's wrong. Yeah, tell that to Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um So uh, they released uh, a video to all the news agencies that showed how each can was cleaned and filled with soda in less than one second. And it was viewed by 187 million viewers on 403 stations. And that seems impressive, except when you, when, if like, if that would have been on YouTube for a scandal today, it would have been like billions. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the most powerful VNR video news release was one that showed surveillance footage of a woman inserting a syringe into a can of diet Pepsi when the store clerk looked away. So they really had locked down like a tight butthole. And then the FDA commissioner appeared on an evening news broadcast and assured the public that the reports were unsubstantiated and the products were safe and emphasized the penalties for making fraudulent tampering claims. Yeah, I do not recall. Well, we weren't a soda family. And we weren't either. We're we drank Coke, cause my uncle worked for Coke. My, uh, we weren't we weren't a soda family, but well, we we weren't allowed to have soda as kids. But there was always a two liter of Diet Coke and Coke in the fridge, cause my dad drank Coke and that's all he drank, and my mom drank Diet Coke. They my dad hated Pepsi and hated the fact that I like Pepsi. <laughs> uh, so that's where it all stems from. The rebellion, rebelling against it's dad. He didn't really hate it. He could care less. He just said it tastes like monkey piss. And I'd say, how do you know what monkey piss tastes like? And he, that's what pissed him off. <laughs> no, my, my grandparents, my grandmother, oh, my, she loved her Pepsi. There are, the I'll drink either. Coke Zero, Pepsi Zero. I like them both. But I like Pepsi Zero better. But there are tons of case studies on how Pepsi handled this. Like, it's been studied over and over and over. Um, you can find them on YouTube, on the internet. It's... Uh, it's it's looked at as a, uh, a shining example of how to weather a storm, I would suppose. I don't think anyone would do that now. No. Pussies. They would instantly cave. Mm -hmm. And recall all the soda. Everything. Yep. yep. Here is your fourth pick. That, I like that music in the beginning of the show, too. Speaking of the beginning of the show. I think I know this story. Yeah. Was this 93? Yeah, it was 93. I'm so, I can't not 
This is so instrumental. I don't know what it was. The Cheez-Its? Um, yeah. Um, like, the whole trip, like, I, I, there was so much of this, like, one week that I remember. So, it was our, our was two it like family. It was 2015, where I finally beat Contra on my emulator, and I was eating Cheez-Its the whole time. You're like, oh, my God, I was eating Cheez-Its while yeah. I beat Contra. Completely <laughs> unknown. Pre, pre-show. Pre-show. Wow, yeah. Wow, you're right, yeah. Uh... It, it was 93. We went down to the Outer Banks. It was um, my family. So it was my mom and dad, my sister, me, and then uh, my best friend, Stefan, his two sisters, and his mom and dad. They all rented a house together uh, down the Outer Banks. So wait, your family and your best friend's family, were they were they friends? or the? Yeah, like my, my, they, my sister was best friends with, with them, with the two girls. Or at least the oldest one. She was still friends with the little one, too. And then he was my best friend. And then my mom and uh, his mom were, like, best friends. And then my dad and his dad would drink and commiserate and smoke cigarettes together. See, my parents never really hung. They like they were like, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? And no, I'm with you because that's where I'm at now. I don't have, like, a friend. Fam- In fact, I dread seeing my yeah, I, I'm pretty sure how that's how Matt's parents were. Like they did not care. My, they they were partiers and drinkers, and my parents were not that. So they were yeah. like, "Oh, hey, our kids <laughs> spend most of our time in each other's houses. So as long as you're not killing them, we'll continue yeah. to acknowledge each other's presence because we're right down the street." Other than my previous neighborhood, just they moved out after three years, which was a bummer because like he was an, he's an engineer on an assembly line, so you just talked to him about Snapple all day long, and then like you would like light up. And he liked good beer and smoking meat, and they had a really nice in-ground saltwater pool. Well, I'm glad he's so, gone because I you can't have another boyfriend aside from me. We hugged when he moved. It was sad. Oh man, it was weird. What's we he... even looked at each other too, like, uh, so we're we gonna do this. We're like, yeah, I guess. Well, you're it was so like huggable. A real quick. <laughs> it was awkward. It was. Like I don't think ever. I've ever hugged you. Have I? No, we don't do you don't do that thing. Like like me that's my personality like I, I hug Jake all the time. I don't think I ever hugged you. Well, yeah, why wouldn't you hug Jake? He's a big old tail bear. <laughs> yeah, you just want to see if your arms got longer. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, you're doing great. <laughs> um <coughs> but yeah, <clears throat> we went down the outer banks. I oh, believe we were in uh Kill Devil Hills. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's in like the Nags Head area. Oh, right, the Nags Head area. Yeah. Of Kill Devil Hills. Um, and Kitty Hawk. Wow, these, that are, whole, these are serious I mean, if you're names. there, you're there. Yeah, you know, it's a little stretch. I've never been. But it was a cool house. Oh, I love it down there. I took Mrs. Sque- or, uh, Mrs. Squeezer down there, uh, well, pre-kids. We got a we got a place. Oh, just a hotel stayed for a couple nights that's oh that's where she thought i was gonna propose and i actually we're walking along the beach oh that was that night. where you bent down to tie your shoe no no i i, I saw a seashell <laughs> i go i i get down on one knee and she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god and i stand and i go look at this cool seashell hey look at this cool seashell <laughs> <laughs> i love this yep. seashell you get to do she didn't tell twice. me until after we got married this is like four years before i actually proposed look at this cool seashell you can really do the squeezer impression. Good on that one. I got a little Izzy on my lap right now. Aw, hi, Izzy. Um, but yeah, we went crabbing. That was fun. 
you just go to like KFC and like have dinner and then save all the chicken bones. You tie it on the string, you throw it in like the in the bay and try to reel in crabs. Hmm. Huh. It's a good time. Uh there's like good mini golfing. We went to the Wright Brothers Museum and all that stuff, but and it was a good beach. <clears throat> also, my mom would drag us around to see all the lighthouses, which I fucking hated. And then when I went back as an adult with Mrs. Squeezer, I'm like, oh, wow, that is a fine feat of engineering. I appreciate that now. But um, one day we decided, you know what? We don't feel like going to the beach. And our parents like, all right, fuck you. So we they left us. They took the girls to the beach. So it's just the two of us. And it wasn't even a box of Cheez-Its. It was, you know, like the... Uh, uh, the, like a plastic container, like a like that you would organize like a bunch of like markers and crayons in like and like Legos, yeah. <laughs> but like a small a small one, right? Um, like a a shoebox size plastic container, and they were in there. You just dumped the box in there. I believe it was multiple boxes of cheese that's dumped into this thing, and it just sat there between us while we devoured cheese that's. And we were going to play Contra because we brought our, I think it was his, we brought his Nintendo with us. Because that was my thing, my, my mom and my dad were like, you're going on vacation, you don't need video games, sir. And they're like, oh cool, yeah, bring it. So he brought his. And of course we had to cheat, but cheat within the cheating rules, which is the Konami code was allowed. They wouldn't put it there if they didn't want you to use it, right? Exactly. Um, Because you fucking need it. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if it's possible with real lives. Unless you have that weird, like, King of Kong kind of thing where you're drawing on the screen, like, knowing where each bullet's going to go. But, yeah, it took us life after life and box after box of Cheez-Its. But (laughs) it was the summer of 93... Uh, on vacation it in the was Outer the Banks. summer of 93. With our families away from us that dun, uh, dun, I, dun, I beat Contra dun, for the dun, first time. And first be- and only time. I and, don't know if I beat it again. And you became a man without with, Without a Game Genie. Without a Game Genie, I stress. Are you trying to like take a shot at me for beating it with a Game Genie? No, no, no. It's fair. But we did it without a Game Genie. I'm just saying. I did it once. I beat it again with the with a Game Genie. But, well, it also depends on what codes you put in. Do you hear the Lizzie burn? I don't know why I just... I have headphones on and I put my ear to the microphone to hear her. <laughs> You're I know how that. things work. <laughs> I'm learning. That's C-A-T, <laughs> cat. The Lizzie. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we're on to my next pick, right? Yes. What are we on? Four. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to pot it up. And I got Izzy on my lap, and it's not that easy. Oh. Well, I'm, like, I'm like half holding her. I have so many questions in so little time. First of all, is there a sequel coming out of this? It kind of leaves us hanging at the end of the book, really, and in the movie. Nobody knows. <laughs> no one's asked you to do it, and you haven't felt required to do well, it. Well, you know, I, I, I've never done a sequel, and I've always thought that probably I shouldn't in terms of a book, you know, whether it's a movie sequel is another question. But I've got so many letters from kids saying, what about the sequel, that it's inevitable that in, in answering all the letters, saying, I've never done a sequel, and I don't know, 
you end up thinking about it a lot. So of course I've been thinking about it. Well, you do leave us hanging. Is that an intention? I mean, consciously, or you just you know it was over. You mean the movie? Yeah. No, both. I, I think mean, the book. I was. I reread the last chapters in the book today, and reminded myself where that went. And it does kind of you know there's. Yeah, it is. I, I, in both cases, I think it's for reasons other than sequel. I mean, Stephen really had a strong feeling he didn't want to destroy the dinosaurs at the end. And uh, uh, at first, everyone thought, gosh, you just leave them there. And then we thought, well, yeah, why not? And um, in the book, the notion that, it, that this wasn't entirely resolved, that it was still unclear, uh, was something I thought that added to the theme. Um, so it was that, those impulses, but yes, it does leave the door open. I wondered about that. Uh, when you so I watched this interview with Michael Crichton yesterday for the first time, Squeezer. Mm -hmm. And it dawned on me that he wrote that second book for kids. Because at the end, uh, what's his, Dr. 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 Um, fuck, what's his name? Oh, I'm looking up. I can't only type with one hand because I got Izzy. His name's on the tip of my tongue, and I. Um, he's not in the movie. Okay. The medical doctor at the end? No, 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 no. What does it say? Characters. Thorne. Dr. Thorne. Oh, uh, yes. Doc Thorne is. is Thorne and Malcolm are talking directly to the kids and they're lecturing them. And it dawned on me. I was like, Crichton was talking to the kids. All these kids wrote him letters. He wrote this book for kids. Hmm. And he wrote their perspective in it. Yeah. Because they're, pers they're in Jurassic Park. Kids are in Jurassic Park, but it's not written really from their perspective. But Lost World is more from their perspective. Mm -hmm. Like you show their daily life and getting to the park. And Lost World is a fantastic book. The book is fucking great. The so movie, much better than the movie. Garbage. Yeah. But um, this summer is when we... So after seeing the movie, we knew there was a, a used bookstore behind our house called Books and More. So we that we would that place became a normal haunting ground, almost more because like you could go in the Texaco, the gas station squeezer, and you can maybe spend ten minutes max, maybe twenty, searching for candy, soda, hot dogs, whatever you want to get there. But books and more, you could get lost for hours in there, looking through the used books. And the woman, like the woman who ran it and owned it she like got to know me like just from coming in there all the time. And she sold me Howard Stern's private parts. She's like, should you be reading this? I'm like, Oh, I, I listen to it. My dad lets me listen to it all the time. And she's <laughs> like, all right. She sold it to me because I bought so many books from her. I spent all my money on books and more books. There's this article in the morning call. Um, June of 93 called A Critical Crichton, Cautionary Jurassic Park Author Takes on Scientists. The last thing Michael Crichton wants for those who seeing Jurassic Park is to go away thinking scientists are stupid. The way Crichton sees it, the world of the, his bestseller and blockbuster movie on which it's based is populated with concerned, non-stereotypical scientists. 
I'm very upset with Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, which conveys young people that what's the difference? You can be stupid and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can still have a good time. This <laughs> movie, this is a movie in which everyone is intelligent. And Jurassic Park, so they were making a kid's movie, even though Steven Spielberg said they weren't. I guess I read this article that kids were like boycotting the toys and stuff. This was fine for fucking kids. Jesus Christ. In Jurassic Park, dinosaurs are genetically recreated for the ultimate theme park go on a rampage. Steven Spielberg directs Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldman in the science fiction thriller. And less moviegoers and readers can conclude Jurassic Park with its ad- admonish- ad- admoni- admonishment it's about science. Is that right? Admonishments? Am I saying that right? For some reason, it feels like I'm not. About science gone crazy is anti-science. Crichton is eager to set the record straight. I'm not anti-science. And Crichton's a very smart guy and a med student to be to boot. I'm not anti-science. It's not an attack on biotechnology. I've been I always been critical of scientists. Science. I've uh, been writing about the bad outcomes of science for 20 years. I've trained as a scientist. Um but he's talking about a cautionary tale that scientists should think about what they're doing. And they still, with AI, we're in the same position right now, aren't we? Yeah, um, more so. More because so. Because you can, you can shoot a dinosaur. Right. Like, we're, we're getting ready to launch Skynet. We don't even realize it. So, Crichton is, Crichton, Chicago-born Crichton, 51, is a Harvard Medical School educated author. The five foot nine inch Crichton is, and his fourth wife, oh God, <laughs> Like, that had to be in there. Anne-Marie have a daughter, Taylor Four. His fiction includes The Andromeda Strain, The Great Train Robbery, Congo, Jurassic Park, The Rising Sun. His nonfiction includes Five Patients, which I love. Jasper Johns, Electronic Life, Travels. Kranz has directed six films, including Westworld, Coma, and The Great Train Robbery. Uh, with the release of the movie, Crichton's novel, Jurassic Park, is back on the bestsellers list. The first three months of this year, it sold an additional 2.9 million paperback copies. That's insane. Crichton co-wrote the movie screenplay. I believe I bought mine at ShopRite. Yeah, it was paperback. Um... The movie is a metaphor for our times. The feeling that I have about children now is that they're in jeopardy in our society. You know, talk about theme park. We made a country where 2,000 kids get killed every year, where one child in five goes to school with a weapon at some time in the year. This is 1993, mind you. Now it's the number one killer. Guns are the number one killer of kids 18 and under, by the way now into 2023 so the notion of children in jeopardy the notion that an adult would design a park that would put his kids in danger is something that has had a very strong reverberation for me (laughs) thank god he's i'm not thank god he's dead now because he's my favorite author ever but you know he'd have something to say about our current culture yeah and i'm not anti-gun either clearly i got a gun when i was 12 but you know not no politics when Crichton not no politics but we're talking Jurassic Park when Crichton also sees about the novel and book as warnings about science run amok it bothers him when scientists become defensive over its theme there's something now which is going on in our country in which it's being perceived to be okay to be complain about all criticism and see criticism as dangerous and unfair and to try and stop it I call it academic fascism wow Man, he really would be rolling in his grave right now in 2023. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a fundamentalism, and, and many different groups are picking up some 
of the scientists are sort of using this idea to work um work ought not to crit work ought not to be criticized or to be criticism for us is harmful please these are people who are changing the genes in our food and they don't want to be criticized i'm very sorry i agree with that <laughs> my allergies told me a lot of my allergies come from gmos let's face it if there's anything we've learned from the savings and loan crisis it's not that criticism is dangerous it's that lack of criticism is dangerous it is these areas where no one pays attention that we get in trouble. Fucking A. Then 1993, speaking the truth. Smart guy, too. <clears throat> There's a lot more to this article. You could probably find it. It was released in <clears throat> most papers on uh, July 21st, 1993. I got this book. I still love this book. It's fucking fantastic. It's a great read. I um. So when I saw Jurassic World Squeezer... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I love this. I was really excited. It was 2015. It was the summer of 2015. I wanted to go back and watch Jurassic Park. And I watched Jurassic Park and I'm like, oh my God, I love this. I'm going to watch all the Jurassic movies. I got like 10 fucking minutes longer into Lost World. I'm like, this fucking sucks. I'm like, I should just read the books. And I read the books and I was completely satisfied. And I'm like, I need to read these books every year. And I tried to. I didn't. I, some, I, I haven't in a few years because you know, I got busy. But I love both those books are two of my favorites. I should redo Lost World. I did Jurassic Park last summer. Yeah. You should read it because they're abridged. The, the listen. You should read it. No, I got I got the unabridged. That's 12 hours. Yeah. My God, man. Hang on. Let me see. Yeah. Well, it would take me a hell of a... Let me... I got it right here. It would take me a hell of a lot longer to... I would never finish it if I tried fucking... You can finish it. No, I can't. I I can't sit still. When when am I going to sit down? I've seen you and sit read? still. <laughs> I say the same thing, but I have time. But I just see when I used I, to read I a lot. Don't. When I used to read, like I read all those Crichton books when I was stuck under the stage at Music Fest or in Wing Creek. But I mm -hmm. still have downtime. I just don't fucking use it right. So do you? I know you do. We could read. No, I can't. I just, I can't. I can't sit and read. I can't physically do it. <laughs> no, it, I, So it's I, not I, about having mind, time. It's just, you can't do it. No, my mind wanders. I get it. And also like, I, if I were to sit down and then read, I'm like, I could be doing something else right now. Like that needs to get done. I can do this over. I can't, I have to be constantly multitasking. Oh, well, I read almost the entire morning call from June 21st, 1993, yesterday. Uh, from yeah, Tip Jurassic Park, uh, narrated by Scott Brick, 15 hours, 10 minutes. Yeah, that's insane. Just read it. I, it, it would take me 15 years. <laughs> well, it's going to take us 15 years to get to my last pick, so let's get to yours. I, I, I read it as a, I, I read it <laughs> in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boys must be pretty excited. Your first night of scouts. It's gonna suck. There's gonna be all these new kids there we don't know. Ooh. Well, now that's part of the fun. Yeah, both Kenny's dad and I were in scouts for years. Was your dad in scouts, Cartman? Oh, yeah, you don't have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. Jesus Christ. Are you excited for your first night of scouts, Timmy? Yeah, Timmy. Yeah, he's excited. 
All right, boys, we're gonna head to the bar. We'll be back to pick you up at nine. You boys just make sure to obey the scout leader now. He's the man in charge. Hello, scouts! Hey, it's Big Al! Hello, Stanley. I was happy to see you and your little friend's names on the list. Tabak! You're the new scout leader? I just got transferred in. I think everyone's here now, so we can get started. Come on, scouts, we've got work to do. Hooray! Hey. See you, Dad. <laughs> hey, are you parents gonna stand there all night? This meeting is for scouts only, you silly gooses. Scouts only. <laughs> It, 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 it takes, you know, as a kid, being there, you don't recognize it. When you look back, you're like, oh, yeah. I get it now. Yeah. He was not married and did not have kids. But he was super nice. And I'm not implying anything else other than that. Le legit, like. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, no, not that. What I'm saying is, when you fuck it, kids, that's the problem. No, no, when when you fuck, but that it's different. Like when you realize, well, yes, I like, know it's different. I'm not saying it's not different. No, no, but but like we like, and as a kid, you knew too, and you didn't care. You knew who the gay kid in Boy Scouts was. <laughs> you knew. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't care. No. And the my, fact my that one friend, we went through, my one friend, his older brother, he's a hairdresser now. Very successful we knew he was gay when we were kids we didn't make fun of him or anything but we just knew like oh yeah he's he's gay yeah and it like we didn't get all the drama over all the stuff that was when i was there that was the big thing like spielberg like gave up his eagle scout and all that shit um what was that what's that sorry i just heard a noise i was like what was that uh oh do you need to do you need to go protect your kitty cat no, no, it was like a computer noise or something. Oh, All right. oh boy. Are we recording? Checking everything. It seems like we are. Okay. Like, we didn't get all the drum. Like, all right. why should he not be here? Like, he's cool. You know, it, 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 was, it, was, it was weird. Because um, the, the, the kids involved, we did not care. Okay. What's your but, point of this pick? Oh, uh, in 1993, I joined the Cub Scouts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I joined. Uh, it was uh, Cub Pack 63 in Whitehall. It was actually my grandmother's church. It was only a couple blocks from our house. Uh, and I, I think the St. Francis one was 66. In... What's that? I think the St. Francis one was 66. Oh. Uh, we were 63. It's dissolved now. They're... It's not there anymore. Uh, we kind of destroyed it when we left. <laughs> Uh, it, and I came in as a, uh, I came in as a bear. You are a bear. At, yeah. Yeah. Well, you initially, you get your bobcat patch no matter what. That's like your base level. And then you got bear. I was never a wolf because I started a little bit later. So I came in as a bear. Uh, and then I met a ton of friends and it became like my best friends, like all through, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, um, well, I started in Cub Scouts and left, and the only person I met was Hirsch, so you could see why I didn't want to be his best friend. I gotcha. No, <laughs> we were a bunch of little degenerates. Her um, I was, it, was, it was Hirsch, Squeezer. Gotcha. I, yes. Hirsch. I just saw him pulling cable on an old polka show from like 25 years ago. Is he still alive? Has anyone heard from him in a while? Uh, I don't know. Check with Jimmy. He likes to call him on Christmas and ask to come over. Yeah, that's a real thing. No, I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, can I come over? 
I'm kind of with my family. I smoke. I'm with my family right now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, so it all started. We in all 93. joined up. It was all the dream. And uh, we uh, let me think. Yeah, you did the fun little Cub Scout stuff. You did skits and shit like that, and you know, like did a little. It was well. Crap! Not not arts and crafts projects. There was a lot of sitting around doing nothing. Like we ours was it was pretty lame. Pinewood Derby was pretty badass. Yeah, Pine, uh, Pinewood I, Derby was the only thing I liked about Boy Scouts. Plus, my dad made a scoring system at Commodore with the Commodore sixty four that him and I like controlled together. And nice. Like, and yet, when I left Boy Scouts, I would still go to the Pinewood Derby races to help him with the scoring on the Commodore sixty four. That's how the hell do you do that? I guess you just. Someone wrote a program, but we, my dad figured out because you, the way you would like use a Commodore 64 was through an RF modulator to a mm-hmm. TV, and he would use uh, an RF uh, uh, modulator to 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 send the signal to all the TVs, like five TVs in the, in the church base, the school basement, so that there was multiple TVs seeing the same. Scoring system. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, doing uh Cubs. It was fun. Uh I won two Pinewood Derbies, finished second and the other. Uh and then became a Boy Scout. We were all there. And then eventually this troop was kinda lame, like we're not doing anything. It was just we'd meet on like a Tuesday night. Did you get a plastic and knife? What's that? Did you get a plastic knife? Uh, I had a real knife. That was a King of the Hill joke. Oh, okay. I know. Sorry. Uh, and then we all knife? decided to leave. And But you made it to Eagle Scout, right? Yeah, we left and went to another troop up the uh, road. And that next weekend, after we joined them, we went camping. Oh, wow. And then we did something next week. It was like constant, like we were doing shit. And I got more involved that way. So like the initial one, it was good for Cub Scouts. It was, but like boys, like we didn't do shit. So we, ba- and that's why I think it folded. Like everyone left. There was no one left to go. What um, was that ceremony in like the church other kids. that you got the purple patch with the arrow with the spikes out of it? The purple arrow way. Order the arrow. No, that seems fake. Wait, what? Cub Scouts. Away. Mm, what are you looking at? I don't know. There's a ceremony my my brother went to, and and it was like a light. You get like a purple patch that looked like an arrow with like a candle sticking out of it. Mm. It was like arrow of something, arrow of light. Oh, and there was like a, a a box of Cub Scouts Arrow of Light. Yeah, what the hell is this for? Yeah, Arrow of Light. It's called Arrow of Light. Yep. I got this. What the hell is it for? Uh, my brother highest, got it. Highest achievement in Cub Scouting. It says. Build a better world, duty to God in action, outdoor adventurer, scouting adventurer. And then you have to choose at least one elective adventure of your, your den or family's choosing. 
Aquanaut, Art Explosion, Aware and Care, Build It. I don't think this was uh, part of it when we were kids. No, no. My, I, I remember just... they had like an arrow of light ceremony in the church basement. Yes. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. And there it was, was a, a box where they would flick on a candle for each of the light posts coming out of the arrow. Oh, so I was, don't remember. It was like we, a fake again, candle. We did not. There's a reason. We all left. Right. Uh, it, it was related to God, and it looks like Weeblos, so. Well, Weeblos is the highest rank of Cub Scouting. Well, God's involved, so that it excluded me immediately. My family mm. was like, yeah, Ryan's not meant for this. <laughs> no, we we weren't exactly. Uh, I was in and out of Cub Scouts. Devout. Pretty damn Devout quick. group. We just wanted to go camping and burn shit. Makes so sense. We did. All right, anything else? Uh, no. All right, last pick, and I'm going to go quick because we are two hours and fucking 15 minutes into this show. Oh, shit. Look at us go. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Jurassic Park, where the giant dinosaurs live again with all the excitement of the movie. Look for the JP Mark only at Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park. The dinosaurs are loose. Tim Murphy snares a Dimetrodon. Grant wrestles with a dangerous Coelophysis. And a Pteranodon battles a spitting Dilophosaurus. Each sold separately. It's happening, but only at Jurassic Park. So, we couldn't really do this show without most of our picks being Jurassic Park focused, Squeezer, right? Uh, no, of course. It was instrumental. In it was a big childhood. summer thing. And I remember, so I, I, I said on the show before, we had Javier, Javi, our, our Spanish exchange student from July 1st to the last day of July in 1993. And one of the last things we did was we went to the Whitehall Mall. And I remember him and his other friend, Joey Riddles, uh, Sp- Spanish exchange student, my brother's dork best friend. Um, like my brother and him were hanging around and then Matt and I were there. We, my dad took us to see hot shots part due. And then we were in, <laughs> I remember we were in KB looking at the Jurassic park toys forever. And there was like, there was like a, uh, a music store. There was a spots beverage. There was the boardwalk. I remember we got boardwalk fries. It was next to the, um, the spaceport. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like you don't. <laughs> you hesitated. Am I right? Boardwalk Fries was next to Spaceport. Remember when Boardwalk Fries was a big thing? I I don't remember being next to Spaceport though. Yeah, it was right across from the Arby's, which was right then next to the Spaceport. The Arby's was right across from the Spaceport. Oh, my mom would probably never buy those. So there was the Arby's. Um, the, there was a Foot Locker, a KB, obviously, Spencer's Gifts. There was uh, a Sears anchor and a Clover anchor and a Lay's anchor. And Lay's was a local department store, which had a lot of Boy Scout stuff. That's where you got your Boy Scout and Cub Scout stuff. Um, There's a Record Town music and video. Um, The 999 stock room, remember that? Oh, yeah, that was fucking best it's where your remember, mom i remember like they built that on i guess yeah 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 it was like <clears throat> it was like a hallway it was a wider space and they kind of just built store space out into it yeah then it became like the 99 cent store yeah now it's a and wedding it gown became, and then an, uh, RC an rc car car track. car track yeah what is it now i th- think it's just closed 
Okay. I, I I think I think they also used it as like a temp agency for a while. Like you can go there and get a job. Mm. Well, the Plaza Theater was there too, and that was the, the second run dollar fifty theater. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the Whitehall Mall, and they they ran around, and I remember like we were on the second floor of the Lays. Remember they had windows that overlooking the mall. Yeah. Oh yeah. My mom was a waitress up there. Right. So we were up there like watching Javi. Matt and I were and his friend and we were like, why are they like blue jeans so bad? Why are they spending all their money on they should be buying Jurassic Park toys to take back to Spain? Why are they buying Levi's blue jeans? That was nineteen ninety three squeezing. What a goddamn good year it was thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, there were fountains and pits and fountains orange Julius pits, orange Julius's, red wagon popcorn trailers, red wagon popcorn. But I was getting boardwalk fries, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, curly fries from Arby's. Yeah. Though next week we are back and we we did weird eighties, weird nineties. Did we do weird two thousands? Yes. Uh, yeah. No, we, did we didn't do weird eighties yet. I don't think. No, we didn't do weird 80s. Weird 90s, weird 80s, and weird 2000s. We're doing weird summer. So weird stuff from the summer of any year. Any year. Okay, that's good. Weird summers. Um, I mean, after I turned 14 or 15, I could talk to you about some really weird summers. really weird. Got really uh, weird, but I'm going to leave that out. I'm going to leave that out. Maybe. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Well, you'll have to f- tune in and find out on next week's Rad Ears podcast. But until then, I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. See you, everybody. <laughs>